It's time for high school football on the Breeze 94.5 KLIQ Hastings. This is the Friesen Ford pregame show. If you're smiling while you're driving, Friesen is the reason. Friesen Ford of Aurora. We'll chat with the coaches of tonight's teams in just a couple of minutes. But first, let's get you out to the field to set the scene. And welcome, everyone, to Pierce High School, home of the Blue Jays. It's time for Class C1 state semifinal action between the away team, the St. Paul Wildcats, 10-1 on the year, taking on Pierce, who is 10-0, 10-0 because they did have one COVID cancellation against Boone Central Newman Grove, a rematch from week one where Pierce did win 55-38, but the vibe I'm getting from uh, both teams, both coaches, from a lot of the state media is this is going to be a completely different game. St. Paul a little bit more more depth than week one, a little bit more uh, hunger, a little bit more fire. Uh, and that was a game where we talked to the coaches, there's some cramping for St. Paul. Well, there's not going to be any cramping tonight. It is a blistery one. We're outside amongst the Pierce faithful. We'll be across the way from the St. Paul faithful. So as you look into your radio dial, the near sideline will be Pierce, and the uh, away or the far sideline will be St. Paul. Uh, it's a trip to Lincoln on the line. They'll be playing on Tuesday at, or Tuesday morning at 10:15 if they do win, uh, and then uh, or 2:45. C2 will be the early game. Sometimes. With St. Paul, you forget that they are Class C1 this year, uh, and they're ready to take on, again, traditional power. Pierce, Pierce with the tradition uh, with three straight three state titles. They were in the championship last week or last year against Wahoo. Uh, I'd like to thank our fine sponsors that allow us to be here, including Mary Lanning Healthcare, Your Care, Our Inspiration, and Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation deer in Hastings and in Sutton. Nick's back in the studio. I'm Jeff Babel. Calling the play-by-play, I'll bring in my color analyst today, Trent. And Trent, it's Class C1 state semifinals. What you play for, it's uh, sometimes these semifinal games are just as good, if not better, than the state championship game. And I think we may have the best matchup in the entire state tonight. Oh, it's just an awesome football game we have. We get to see Eli Larson run the football tonight. He's going to go over 2,000 yards. Uh, we'll see how many carries it takes him to get there. He's sitting at around 1,900 and some change. And then, yeah, Pierce, uh, back-to-back state championships about 10 years ago and another one before that. And, they're, yeah, you mentioned it. They lost to Wahoo last year. And uh, we just have a big juggernaut battle. And uh, there's snow on the sidelines. It's chilly. It's it's playoff time. It's state semifinal weather, that's for sure. We'll have a bevy of games for you tonight. Over on Power 99, it'll be the Carney High Bearcats. They upset uh, top-seeded Bellevue West, upset of the state, and probably some time uh, when they took out Bellevue West. Uh, on 1230 AM KHS, it'll be Hastings High hosting Elkhorn. And then uh, on the ESPN Superstation, it'll be the Tri-Cities Battle uh, we'll have one team in the state finals, that's for sure, between Adam Central and Carney Catholic. Carney Catholic won the first one. Uh, Adam Central hoping to win the second one. And uh, we'll have whatever team advances, and hopefully St. Paul as well, in that Class C1 state football final. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll have the coaches next. First up is Pierce head coach Mark Bramer. You're listening to state football semifinals on the breeze, 94.5. 
At your friendly Friesen Ford, they know life can be busy, so they have your best interest in mind by providing a quick, easy car buying experience. When looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Friesen Ford makes it easy for you by offering financing options pending credit approval, a great selection of vehicles, as well as a friendly sales team that works with you to find a vehicle that will fit your needs and your budget. See the selection today just off I-80 in Aurora or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Rolling along here on the Freezing Ford pregame show. It's semifinal Friday, something we weren't sure we were going to get at the beginning of the season with this COVID-19 pandemic. But if we did get here, we kind of expected these two teams that we have tonight for you to be here, the St. Paul Wildcats and the Pierce Blue Jays. And we are going to catch up with head coach Rusty Fuller here in a minute. But first, let's catch up with the head man of the Pierce Blue Jays, Mark Bramer, in his uh, decade-long ex- or decades-long uh, tenure at Pierce. And Coach Bramer is uh, 10-0 in Pierce, and Pierce has such a rich tradition. Coach, how are you doing on this football Friday? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. I appreciate it. Well, it's, uh, uh, I kind of alluded to it in my pregame uh, little segment there. The COVID-19 pandemic, it was kind of hard to ignore that all season long. Let's take it back to June 1st when uh, these uh, contact sports were allowed to, you know, have organized team activities to get into the weight room. Um, And then fast forward to now to what just day-to-day life is like right now at Pierce High School. So could you touch on that a little bit? Yeah, you know what, it's been a challenge. But, uh, you know, we feel very blessed and fortunate that we've been able to have a fall season in all of our sports and activities up to this point right now. So, you know, I had my doubts when we were getting started in, you know, in June and July and then August uh, whether we'd make it this far. And fortunately, we only lost one game <clears throat> to the to, to the pandemic um, when we couldn't play Boone Central because they had some positive cases there. But uh, you know, it's just something that you um, never never saw coming a year ago at this time. But uh, you know, under any circumstance, you you, you try to teach young men that. Through life, you're going to deal sometimes with adversity and with some of the unknown, you know, and so you make the most of the situation you got and you make the best of it and you move forward every single day and you, you put your feet on the floor when the alarm goes off and go go to work, whether that's going to school or going to practice or or when they get older and they become fathers and husbands and they're going to work to support a family. So, um, you know, we're going to make it through this, God willing, um, and and. You know, it's, it's God's God's been good to us so far in terms of uh, keeping us healthy and and keeping our quarantine numbers here at school as well as on our team to a minimum. Well, let's take a look, Coach, at the regular season. You alluded to the Boone Central game getting uh, canceled because of COVID nineteen. Ten and zero so far. Let's let's put the St. Paul game aside and look at the other uh, nine games with the from Columbus Lakeview all the way up to your your win against Wahoo last week. Uh, a little bit of a revenge game there. And just go ahead and recap your season for our listeners who haven't had a chance to catch a Blue game, Blue Jay game this year. 
you know, we've steadily improved. Uh, we had, um, we've got a number of seniors. We've got 18 seniors this year, which is a large class for us. You know, we average probably about 14, 15, 16 seniors in a class yearly. But this year, being upwards of almost 20 guys, um, you know, that's always a plus when you've got 17-year-old and 18-year-old uh, young men on your team. Um, and a lot of these guys weren't starters last year, but they played significant amount of time. And not just in mop-up duty, they were in there, um, you know, when the games were on the line. Every single game, you know, last year we were fortunate to have a good football team and be able to play 13 games and, and make it to the championship game. So, you know, we came in um, without very many starters coming back, mm-hmm. but with a lot of experience coming back. And so that helped us. And then we've had guys in our junior class that have continually gotten better Um and are playing at a high level right now. And then we've got some guys in our sophomore class that are really playing well and have been major contributors. And then we've got a few freshmen that uh, here and there have helped us on our special teams. So, you know, to have a good football team, it's it's more than just one grade level. It's it's in many cases at least three and sometimes as many as four. And this year, um, you know, we've been fortunate to be able to develop some depth and continue to develop guys as the year's gone on. Um, so so far, you know, up to this point, it, it's been it, there's been challenges, um, but our guys have have really, in my opinion, met every challenge and and uh, have been a good squad to really be around as a coach and and they practice well, they prepare well, and if you're if you're able to do that and if you can stay healthy, you've got a chance to have some long-term success. Okay, so now let's go back to that uh, week one matchup with St. Paul. St. Paul led 13 to nothing, and then you guys fought and you just. Like you said, you just battled through the adversity. Uh, let's just put back in the tape from week one. What what did you see from your boys that you liked, and what do you need to make adjustments on? Because St. Paul is a very, very talented team. They've got a couple of state caliber playmakers in their own right. Yeah, you know, they're they're really talented across the board. You know, right offhand, you think about their running back and and the, kid, the Larson kid who plays running back and linebacker for them as well as the – a really good receiver and defensive back and linebacker they've got as well. I mean, those two guys, if you don't stop them, um, they'll single-handedly beat you. But, you know, a team is only as good as its whole, and and they've got good players across the board, and they're well-coached. You you can tell Coach Fuller's got a good scheme. Uh, He's he's developed a good program there and uh, has brought them into prominence uh, last year in C2, last couple years in C2, and now this year competing at a really high level in C1. So when you watch film, you, you you everything that you watch makes sense. You know um, what he's doing offensively and defensively. You can tell he's teaching fundamentals to his kids, and you can tell they're a disciplined team as well. You know they're they're talented, but they're disciplined. He's doing the right things, and and that's the reason why they've they've had success over the last two or three years is because of what he's brought to that program as well as their other assistant coaches. And when you combine that with talent, you've got a chance to to have a really uh, really good football team and have good seasons, which is where they're at. Well, it sounds like you're describing your team there as well, Coach. Now let's look at uh, some X's and O's. They're more of a veer team, but I know that Coach Fuller hinted to me that there may be some new stuff uh, coming in the works. You guys do a lot of inside trap um, and that, those kinds of things. Are you going to do some similar wrinkles, or are you just going to try to run your base offense? Because on a rematch, you know, it's, it's, they always the cliche, but it's tough to beat a good team twice. Uh, do you have to make too many adjustments from week one? You know, I think everybody every week adds a few wrinkles here and there, um, but you've still got to be able to do the things that have got you here, and you got to be able to do them well. You know, it just comes down to you know, the challenge for our guys and, and what we'll challenge them to do is to win those individual battles. You know, 
up front as well as in our secondary, as well as in our backfield, you name it. I mean, um, you know, if a guys take it upon themselves to, to beat a base block when you're when you're playing defensive line or to beat a double team or beat a down block, um, you know, then you've got a chance to be able to shut down a talented team like they've got or at least hold them at bay, you know. Um, and then on the flip side of it, you gotta you got to be able to win those individual battles uh, on the front lines on, on offense too. If you can do that, then hopefully you can nudge the ball forward and get first downs and put it in the end zone. So, you know, I don't know. In terms of uh, new wrinkles, every coach adds a few things here and there. Um, but if you can't do and if you, or if you don't do the things that have got you here that are the basis of your offensive um, scheme or your offensive system, then, you know, you're likely going to get beat. Coach Fuller mentioned to me that he thought maybe the line of scrimmage would be the, where some of those individual battles would, would take place. And then I made a note that said uh, it seems like, you know, it, whoever is the better team, it doesn't really matter. It's who's going to be the better uh, team for those uh, 48 minutes on Friday night. Yeah, you know, um, you know, we we hope that uh, you know we're playing pretty good football right now, and they are too. You know, we just hope that that uh, you know through our preparation, that's that's where you're going to win it. Um, and we tell guys all the time, you don't win ball games on Friday nights. You win them Monday through right. Thursday, and then even prior to the season, you win them in the in the off season in terms of your training and how hard you work through your other sports too. So. You know we've we've done everything we can and we'll do everything we can in preparation this week, and uh, you know I know our guys will go out and play hard and give their best and hopefully that'll be good enough. Let's talk about those guys because we've touched on a couple of the playmakers there for St. Paul and uh, X's and O's. Uh, you've got uh, a, a quarterback in Abram Schulting and a few running backs who are uh, you know approaching a thousand yards and uh, 15 touchdowns for Tyler Race. Go ahead and introduce your uh, team to our listeners uh, here in the Tri-Cities who haven't had a chance to watch a Pierce Blue game, Jay. Pierce Blue Jay game this year. Yeah, um, you mentioned Abram Schulting, he's a sophomore quarterback for us, who's who's really improved throughout the season. He's throwing it well, and he's he's a good runner too, and he's he's getting com- command of our offense in terms of knowing the intricacies that you got to know to be able to put our offense in a good situation, play in and play out. Um, Tyler Race has been a pleasant surprise this year. He's a guy who hasn't had, had a lot of playing time prior to his senior year, but he's really blossomed and, and turned and turned into a good back for us, a guy who's uh, got enough speed that he can break it, but uh, he's also got some wiggle to him, and then he's got some power. You know, he can run tough. Michael Kuntzron has played an integral role for us in the backfield. Um, he's really done a nice job as a fullback for us, filling in for an All-State player and Brett Tinker who graduated last year. You know, and then we've got a number of guys who played last year up front. Um, you know, they weren't starters per se, but, uh, you know, they've really been consistent and have done a nice job and handled a lot of different things throughout the year. Um, you know, on the defensive side, you know, it starts with your guys up front on the defensive line, which is a lot of the same guys who play on the offensive line. But, uh, you know, uh, one guy who's really stood out for us is our uh, one of our linebackers, Colton Fritz, along mm-hmm. with uh, another fellow linebacker and senior, Luke Collison. Both those guys have really been solid run defenders as well as doing a good job when we see spread teams that want to throw the ball around. Yeah, I was just going to ask you about Colton because 116 tackles seems like he's a tackling machine. We'll go quickly back to the other side of the ball because I, I didn't hear you mention him, but uh, Ben from his tight end position, Coach, he's pretty dynamic too. Nine touchdowns over 500 yards, over 600 yards, excuse me. Receiving. Yeah, Ben's caught the ball well, and he's getting better as a tight end in terms of his blocking. Um, that's something where we challenged him to, to 
become more of a physical player, and, and little by little he's made those improvements. Um, he's always run run well, and he's, he jumps well, and he, he can catch it. Um, and Abram's done a nice job putting it on the money uh, for him. And now, you know, at the latter part of the season, Logan Muller, who's a senior, really good defensive back for us, but he's starting to shine as a wide receiver too. He's really catches the ball well and run good, runs good routes and has uh, – has good speed, and then Garrett Meyer is a is kind of a blue collar guy for us. He plays tight end and outside linebacker, and he's had quite a few catches from the tight end spot. and And then he's one of my he's one of my guys you can count on, you know, in terms of blocking. Mm-hmm. He's just a really hard working kid and a good football player. By the way, both coaches have been describing this game. I'm I'm so jacked up for it. We're we're gonna take a quick break. On the other side of the break, we'll catch up with the head man from St. Paul, Rusty Fuller. You're listening to the Freezing Ford pregame show. On the breeze, 94.5. I like small towns. This is home to me. I can't imagine being anywhere else. There's a sense of of camaraderie, helping whenever you can. We are more caring because of that, because, you know, we want to do the best for our neighbors and our friends. When you hear that you have metastatic breast cancer, you get knocked down, and either you stay down or you pick yourself up and you keep going. We are Nebraskans, and we are ultimately a family. It goes from there. Carlene is one of those that says, just do it, and who will talk and who will joke with you and who will uh, cry with you. One of the things that I truly love about Mary Lanning is that we are an independent hospital. We don't have somebody out in California telling us how to run our hospital. At Mary Lanning, we can make things happen. I'm Carlene Springer, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. Before we catch up with Rusty Fuller, we're going to do our Five Points Bank starting lineup, brought to you by Five Points Bank. The Better Bank will look for the Wildcats starting on uh, defense. Nathan Shear at defensive tackle. Also, Caleb Peterson at the ends positions. Logan Vogel and Coyd Peterson. The nose guard is Riley Thompson. Middle linebacker Eli Larson. Outside linebackers are Jackson Klingensmith and Tommy Robolowski. At free safety, it's Aiden John. And at the corner positions, Hunter Gravitt and Riley Berksby. Offensively, at guard, Quaid Peterson. At center, Gunnar Nyberg. At the tackles, it's Dawson Fox and Nathan Shear. And at the other guard is Riley Thompson. Split in tonight, number three, Ryland Berkey. Number 10 is John Plucky. He'll be your fullback. The running back, number 35, Eli Larson. The tight end, number 82, Logan Vogel. The wide receiver, also number 21, senior Tommy Robolowski. The quarterback, number 5, Brennan Knopp. The specialties, punting Logan Vogel, kicking is Sam Kramer, and holding is Tommy Robolowski. The long snapper is Dawson Fox. Now let's look at the starting lineup for the Pierce Blue Jays. Head coach, excuse me, of the Wildcats is Rusty Fuller. Now for the Blue Jays. On offense, quarterback number 12, Abraham Schulting. Number 22, running back Tyler Race. Number 44 is the fullback, Michael Krundog. Number 81, Garrett Meyer, the tight end. The wide receivers, number 15, Brent Bramer. And number 21, Logan Moeller. At center, it's Hunter Rabby, number 51. At the guards, Trevor Pittett and Tawson Miller, and at the tackles, Cruz Gleason and Sean Meikle. Defensively, defensive backs include Aaron Schulting, Logan Moeller, and Ritter Ostrich. Inside linebackers are Colton Fritz, Luke Collison. Outside linebackers, Garrett Meyer and David Dale. 
The defensive tackles, Dawson Robbie and Sean Wrinkle. And the defensive ends, Cruz Gleason and Derek Holderman. The punter, Brent Bramer. And the kicker is Jaden Roth, Logan Moeller, Ibram Schulting, and Tyler Race. We'll be back to return either punts or kicks tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, those are your starting lineups. We're brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better rank. It's time now to catch up with Rusty Fuller. Next, you're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. Get the furniture and mattresses you need and take up to four years to pay interest-free with approved credit at Furniture Direct and Mattress Direct. Not only will you save with our great prices, but you get it interest-free for up to four years. But you have to act now before it's over. Now that's getting more than you expect. Furniture Direct and Mattress Direct. Behind Sonic and Hastings and find even more savings online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. Rolling along here on the Freeze and Ford pregame show, and it's state semifinal Friday. Something we weren't sure we were going to get here at the beginning of the year with all the COVID-19 pandemic. But two teams we kind of expected to get here, if we did get here, were the St. Paul Wildcats and the Pierce Blue Jays, a rematch from opening night, and it's time to catch up with the head coaches. We caught up with Coach Mark Kramer from Pierce, and now it's time to catch up with the head man of the Cats, Rusty Fuller. And Coach, how are you doing on this football Friday? Great. I appreciate you having me on. Well, it's a I kind of alluded to it there in my opening statement about the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, I know you guys have worked hard and diligent to uh, to get to this step, but just take us back to June 1st when all these uh, regulations were happening to contact sports and how you guys got after it in the weight room this summer and in the preseason and just what day-to-day like has been like at St. Paul High School. Well, I think uh, you hit you know hit the nail on the head there. I mean, it was, and we took it day-to-day because we didn't know when things were going to change and uh, we were just excited June 1 that we were able to get back into the weight room. and Obviously, we took extra precautions on social distancing and cleaning and disinfecting the weight room and, and having predetermined groups and all of that. And, you know, even with everything that went on, our numbers stayed close to 90% like they have been in the last few years. So um, as far as the weightlifting and, and attendance go, nothing changed a whole lot. It was just... Uh, I guess more uh, things for me to have to to do uh, to get those kids in. Let's take a look at the regular season, Coach. Ten and one so far. If you include the two playoff wins as well, the opening loss to Pierce. Uh, take away the Pierce game for you, real quick. Let's look at the, the wins, impressive wins against the other two semifinals on the other half of other half of the bracket. Uh, so you've played everyone that's left. Just go ahead and recap your regular season for us, if you could. Well, I think if you look at our schedule, it's probably the toughest in the state. I mean, like you said, we've got Adam Central and Carney Catholic on the other semifinal. We beat earlier this year. Uh, both very, very good teams. Uh, Gothenburg was a top-10 team at one point. Um, and uh, so I, I know that uh, we've been battle-tested. And I think, uh, you know, another team that people don't talk about a whole lot is Central City. They're a top-10 team, and they didn't make the playoffs. So, um, we've seen a variety of really, really good teams. And so compared to last year to this year, you know, last year I don't think we hardly had anybody that was a playoff contender on our schedule to this year, week in and week out, you know, it was a four-quarter battle. So um, I'm excited that we were battle-tested earlier because I think that's going to help us in the playoffs. Let's take a look at last week against Lincoln Christian. If I was following the scores along correctly on my scoreboard sheet, it was a bit of a closer game in the first half, and then you guys pulled away. I did Lincoln Christian Carney Catholic last year, 
And that team, I guess I would say, has a lot of untapped potential, and uh, they gave you a fight for, for some of that game, correct? Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, we fumbled the first two possessions and gave them the ball right around uh, the 50-yard line. And when they run that triple option, that flex bone, it takes a little bit to adjust mm-hmm. and get used to the speed. And, and so they got two quick scores on us uh, off of turnovers. And we finally settled down. And, uh, you know, Eli Larson had a great night for us. I think he ended up with 35 carries and 271 yards. And, you know, Tommy Robleski had 14 for 130. So, you know, we got over 500 yards of offense against them. It just took us a little bit to get going. Now let's look at uh, this week's opponent and kind of go back to that first game. Uh, it's a rematch, so you always feel like it's tough to beat a good team twice. Uh, we've talked with you on the Doug and Daddy Show. We've talked to Tommy as well uh, about uh, basically being a deeper group uh, than you were with one. More guys um, able to step up, and so you won't be able to – it'll be more of a four-quarter battle here. But you kind of maybe if, if agree with me here. Uh, you're talking about Lincoln Christian taking care of a couple of your mistakes. Pierce, you guys were up on them 13 to nothing, and then uh, they were able to come back on you guys. So it should be a completely different game almost from week one. Yeah, we're hoping so. I mean, you got to go plus two or plus one in the turnover margin uh, against good teams. And when we did go up 13-0, we, we happened to muff a punt return a couple plays later. They scored, so there was a 14-point swing right there. And, um, you know, it was back and forth pretty much the whole game. And, uh, you know, we put up 38 points, which is quite a bit. It's just they really gashed us with inside trap. Um, and so we're going to have to make sure that we focus on stopping that play, uh, get them into something they're not comfortable doing. And so we've made several adjustments, um, especially with personnel. I started looking um, who we played week one to who we're playing now and how many more bodies we're playing, and it's just crazy to see the difference. When we're talking about uh, Pierce's inside trap, uh, you guys like to run the veer? Are you going to do something? Any new wrinkles uh, we're expecting tonight, or is it just going to kind of be, uh, you know, we're going to run what we run, they're going to run what they run, and just who's going to be the better team on, uh, on this given Friday night? You're going to see a lot of formations from us. Uh, we put a new formation in each week uh, leading up into the playoffs. So we've got about 12 different formations we can go to. Um, obviously, our scheme up front is pretty simple. Uh, we run the veer, we run you know your counters and your toss and your powers. But uh, we're going to out-formation you, try to get you uh, out of position. And uh, I think that's probably one of the reasons we did add a new formation each week is so when we get to this point, you know, if they go back and watch film, they're going to have to prepare for a lot. And so, um, you know, we've got some things up our sleeves still that we haven't shown. So we know it's do or die. So uh, we're going to stick into what we do well. We're obviously not going to go away from that, but we are going to, you know, add a few formations here and there. Thinking about getting preparation for like uh, new formations, making them study. That's something you guys have really excelled in this year. Yeah, and it just—it's uh, crazy because Pierce kind of does the same thing. They got a ton of ton of formations, and uh, but they they go back to their bread and butters of you know trap counter power uh, toss, and you know it's kind of like us. And and I think this is going to come down to. Who wins the line of scrimmage and who does Larson back to receive as number three, Chayden Roth, the kick for Pierce. And the ball is in the air, and we're underway here for the Class C1 state semifinals. Ball is going to be received here by St. Paul. It looked like we had a good kickoff coverage. Pierce fans think the ball's on the turf. Whistle has been Short blown. It's actually Paul, going Burksby to be on the return. Uh, 
St. Paul ball. They avoid the turnover oh, there. On the tackle there for the Blue Jays. And we're ready to go here. And Coach Rusty Fuller's team sends out there. And Trent, uh, going to see a lot of running tonight, I would assume. Yeah, and the cold weather we're going to see affect the ball. you got to hold on a lot tighter. That ball is rock hard. And we saw it hit the turf there, but he was down. So St. Paul avoids disaster early on. St. Paul will go under center for their first play. Low snap, high pitch. Uh, getting a ball here on the right side. And because of the high nature of both the snap and the pitch, Eli not much for Eli Larson. And Meyer it'll be a gain of two on the play. So Eli Larson inching closer to 2,000, I believe. If my notes were right, he was 15 yards away. So now we're down to 13. Yeah, and we saw Garrett Meyer, the outside linebacker, string that out. It's a pitch to the outside. They didn't set the edge. And um, good team speed from Pierce early on and uh, two or three yards on the play. Eli Larson, the running back, Rob Velasquez, the right receiver. This will be a handoff to the fullback, though. And the fullback gets about maybe a yard or two on the play. The fullback, John Clocky, the sophomore. Obviously, maybe even no gain on the play. Yeah, just a a trap there. So uh, they leave the defensive tackle go, and uh, he's quick. So he's he's not a big guy. He's he's uh, he read it. He read. Read it well, saw that he wasn't getting blocked, made the tackle. A big third down and eight early on. St. Paul wanted to come back and avenge that loss from week one. Got to pick up a first down here if you're the Blue Jays. Another option play. It's going to be a quarterback keeper. Option play that fails and being sacked on the play was the, the quarterback. Down and, long, forcing a three and, out for the Pierce and as you can hear, the public address announcer, David Dale, was the one that made the stop. Uh, just not able to get going was the quarterback and evade the sack on that play. It'll yeah. be fourth down. Go ahead. Yeah, cross buck, uh, play action cross buck, and um, the linebacker just blitzed through and shot through and brought him down. And, and uh, not a good start for St. Paul, but uh, see if they can just punt it away and try to flip the field. Vogel will punt this one up sky high, and it's not going to go very far. It's only going to get to the 21-yard line, so a gain or a net punt of four yards. And Pierce, boy, sometimes you're going to make that first stop defensively. It really warms you up on the sideline. It really gets the juices flowing, and now they're one yard away from being in the red zone. Yeah. Just think about all the 50-50 factors. Right there, it was you're punting into the wind on your first possession. It's a stiff breeze, and it's a four-yard punt now. Pierce is uh, in the red zone on their first possession. Schulte will go, or Schulting, excuse me, will go under center. Sends a couple men in motion on a shift formation. Now they'll hand it off to the fullback. And, boy, that offense is clicking already. They're just so quick out there. Kutrod with a big gain on first down and 10. will get it inside the 10-yard line. So a gain of 11 for Tyler or Michael Kutrod on the the play. It's just a quick trap and uh, fooled my eyes. There's two wings, and they gave them to the fullback real quick, and uh, they're going to give it to about three or four different guys, and uh, Tower Race is the main guy, but that's the fullback, 570 yards on the year, and good first carry. That was picture-perfect inside trap from Pierce. You see that from them year in and year out. They're going to do the same thing here. It looks like motion left to right, and again, no, it'll be a quarterback keeper this time from Schulting, and Schulting gets across inside the five-yard line, so... Gain of five on the play for the quarterback, and boy, they're clicking. The the 
faked Schulting gave the to the fullback the first time, Second faked down, to him that time, and positive yards both times. Yeah, they really shot down on the fullback and just uh, just look kind of a little veer off the trap and a good five yards. Now you're at the four, you got three three shots at it. They'll hand it off to Tyler Race. Race breaks a tackle in the backfield, and he's going to be brought down at the one-yard line, almost in for Tyler Race. So it'll be third down and goal here, and St. Paul will need to ratchet it up. If you can shoot through for St. Paul and get a loss, you can put Dowd in the mind and maybe Pierce kicks field goal instead of going for the touchdown. Those three points could be huge early on. Tight formation handed off to the fullback, and it's in for the touchdown. Number 44, Michael Krunterod gets the one-yard plunge. And St. Paul strikes first. Or, excuse me, Pierce strikes first. Just simple dive. And if you're St. Paul, you can't get down on yourself because you know there's going to be points put up in this ball game. 55-38 the first time. I know that was a long time ago. It seems like it's cold out tonight. So you got to come back and you got to put together a better possession here uh, when you get the ball back after this PAT goes through. PAT is good Ross for the Blue good. Jays. Caden, Caden Roth kicks it through. Blue Jays up, 7-0. We're going to take a break here on the Breeze 94.5. You're listening to Class C1 State Semifinal Action. Pierce leads it 7-0. St. Paul will get it back next. And we're back here at Pierce, and Tommy Robolowski will get a good return here. He's across the 20, the 30, and he's going to finally be brought down right around the right around midfield, actually. They'll mark him at the 49-yard line, so good answer there from Robolowski and St. Paul. Exactly what you needed, and that was a great return, the way he set up his blocks. Now they've got to get Larson going. They've got to use some of their other guys, too, and kind of mix things up and just push a little bit on this Pierce line. Yeah, under center, he gives it to the fullback here for St. Paul. And again, beating the interior defensive line is Plocky for St. Paul. And Pierce wearing those uh, alternate black uniforms, white Prince numerals, uh, blue pants, After red helmets. And Pierce in their away whites, and their blue helmets, that yellow wildcat. They're going left to right as you look into your radio dial here. Yeah, simple dive. It does get to, call it maybe three yards, so not that bad of a play. You're still on schedule here on second down. Second down and eight for the Wildcats. And running a counter player to the right side. It would be a quarterback keeper. Good fake here. And finally being brought down after a gain of, let's call it three on the play. And... Nap, excuse me. Bowler Meyer 
on the tackle after a gain of a couple was set up. Yeah, so it was a quarterback keeper and game, game card a few more than I thought, about five on the play. Yeah, showed good patience, so they faked the end around on the other side and a counter to this near side, and he's able to weave his way. So now they got a third manageable uh, on Pierce's 41-yard line. Big moment here in this one, third down and three for St. Paul. Under center snap. Yet to see Eli Larson. Then this is they say that they'll hand it to him. And boy, he fought forward. I think he's going to have the first down. And he was running really hard on that one. Lowered the shoulder and got the first down. Situational football. He knew where he had to get. He lowered the shoulder and he got there. Quick five yards. And uh, Eli Larson, he's a truck full. I tell you, he's he's a big kid. He runs hard. And uh, he'll be over uh, 2,000 yards here before we know it. First down and 10 from the 35. Teammate Tommy Rovoloski commits to Wyoming as well. So a lot of athletes out here on this field for both teams. Under center goes Knapp. Eye formation look for the Wildcats. And it's going to be a handoff to the running back. And fighting forward for a yard here, maybe, if that. Goes number 21, Tommy Rovoloski. And that wishbone, what that wishbone does, gives you a couple extra again. lead blockers. And if you and if you pull another guy, then you got three lead blockers in front. But you know that tells Pierce where they're going, and that's where your one-on-one battles come in. And that time, actually, St. Paul did a nice job. Got three yards. It looked like it was stymied for you know about no gain. But I like the home. The home scoreboard operators, if it's second and seven, they'll always put second and nine up just to just to mess with people. I right, formation look again here for the Cats. Nap under center, fakes it to the running back, hands it off to Robolowski again. They're trying to decoy with Larson there, I think, trying to get everyone to commit to the running back, the 2,000-yard back. And Robolowski Ro- picks play, up three. Third down and manageable. And, and these guys have film on each other. Racing they played already. This Pierce. is a rematch. And and often when you get into a rematch, you're thinking, well, that worked the first time. They're going to try to adjust and stop that. So now you're trying to do different things and, and uh, kind of keep Pierce, uh, get them off balance a little bit. And this is a nice methodical drive uh, to, to bounce back. Robolowski split out here to the right side here on the near sideline. High formation look with Larson. They're going to pitch it to Eli. Eli's going to try and string it out. He gets breaks the tackle in the backfield. He'll have the first down and gets knocked out of bounds at the inside the 30-yard line. Uh, inside the 20-yard line, excuse me. Down, setting up first down and yeah, give him just a toss sweep. And uh, you get him on one blocker and some space. You're going to have a tough time tackling him one-on-one. And, he does a good job getting eight yards there uh, to pick up the first down. They'll mark it officially right at the 20-yard line, so they're in the red zone here are the Cats. They'll do a shift here, go under center with Knapp. Takes the snap, pitches it to Larson. Larson does the same thing just here on this near side now. And another positive yard Robleski, here. The ball oh, there's Tommy. Time for the Tommy Robleski with the carry. The yeah, give him four yards there. So really like this drive. We're taking almost four minutes off the clock, and you're just you're making that defense play. You're making them stay on the field. And you're getting warmed up, and uh, they're just marching down the field. Now you're in the, inside the red zone. you got second down seven. You're on schedule. I call it second down six. The scoreboard says second down seven. Home operator here. High atop Pierce High School. Glad to have you along on the breeze. 94.5. Under center here go the Cats. 
Sends a man in motion left or right. And they'll snap it here, fake it to the fullback, and they'll hand it to Tommy Robolaski, and he's going to be met by about three or four Pierce Blue Jays, and he'll lose two yards on the play. Luke Carlson so coming third down and ten now. So it's a counter. They send the guy in motion, and they're the trying to see if they're in man. They're in zone, so they don't shift or they switch. And they're trying to get an extra man. Uh, they're trying to get plus one on the side they're running to, and Pierce didn't move. They stayed in their set, and that's why they were able to drop that for a loss. Big third down here, so they'll go shotgun. They'll spin two men out to the right and one single man in the left. And there's a timeout here from Pierce after they get a different look timeout defensively. Coach Barrow wants to look it over. The first quarter. Blue Jays lead at home. We'll take a break with 2.55 to go in this opening quarter of play. Pierce trails, or St. Paul trails Pierce 7-0. You're listening to The Breeze 94.5. H&R Block in St. Paul wish the area athletes good luck. Rick Davison offers tax preparation, all business services, including bookkeeping, payroll, and tax advice. Open Monday from 9 to 5 or by appointment. Call Rick at 308-390-7818. Jacobson Greenway Beats Funeral Home in St. Paul. Wish all area athletes good luck. We aim to serve and treat each family with the utmost respect and care. We encourage you to browse our website or give us a call to see how we can assist you. Jacobson Greenway Beats Funeral Home. Commemorating life with a personal touch. Mick, Loretta, and the staff at Maletta Vista Winery in St. Paul wish all the athletes good luck. Maletta Vista Winery and Restaurant is open weekends and sits above the North Loop River. They have a private party room that takes advantage of this great view of the River Valley. Sit outdoors in all types of weather under the covered porch. Enjoy the view, fresh air, food, and award-winning wines. They take pride in using Nebraska-grown grapes and believe in supporting local producers. Open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday till 3. Check the website for hours and offerings. Maletta Vista Winery in St. Paul. And welcome back. Coach Bramer uses his first time out to adjust the defense here as St. Paul throws in their first real look here. They've got uh, split out to the left and they're going to try and go up the middle here on the tight end. And I believe St. Paul lineman wanted a flag. There was a little bit of contact, but that's uh, it's football. It's a contact sport. Falls incomplete. And the pass will fall incomplete. Vogel, the intended receiver. Send uh, Eli Larson to the far flat, and then they throw a little seam route to the tight end and kind of give him the the one-on-one opportunity, the little hand-to-hand combat there. But they call that uh, uh, no flag there. So now you're into the wind, fourth down and 10 on the 20. You're probably going to go for it here. Yeah, I didn't see any sort of indication that they were going to attempt a field goal here. Uh, Definitely not a punt this deep. So no doubt that the Wildcats are going to go for it. Same formation here again. For the Cats. And now another timeout. This time it'll be by Coach timeout Fuller. By Paul with Coach Fuller wants quarter. to make sure big he got, draws up a up. big fourth down play. We'll take a break. Come back with more. You're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5. Mexi Fry Nachos have been an Amigos favorite for almost 40 years. I mean, who can resist that warm cheese sauce drizzled over golden Mexi Fries? Well, right now, to celebrate our 40th anniversary, Amigos has added new queso Mexi Fry nachos. Crispy Mexi Fries smothered with homemade queso cheese and our famous ranch dressing, then topped with taco meat and made from scratch guacamole. Who knows? You may just start craving a new fave. New queso Mexi Fry nachos at Amigos. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, 
When the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue Ann and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holbridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. Fourth down and ten. They're going to throw a lob here on the left side. It's going to be batted down and incomplete. Excellent coverage there. Into double coverage was Knapp's throw. Had a chance to play, but St. Paul or Pierce just made a play. Gave him a one-on-one jump ball in the end zone Rebelowski. And if the ball was thrown a second sooner, he has a better chance because the corner out there for Pierce was able to get turned and and, uh, get his feet under him and actually just kind of go up. And it just basically looked like a jump ball in basketball. And and that's easy to deflect. And now St. Paul takes over. Pierce will go here. They'll pitch it on the left side. Hurdling a man is race, and then he'll be hit hard by the Wildcat defense. So not going to give Pierce a, a, the only good thing about turning over. Strike on the carry. Deep that deep would have been not giving him a short field. Last time Pierce Eli only had to go 21 yards. Yeah, the, the momentum changes, and now if you can come out and you can stop Pierce and force a, punt, a three and out, or, or maybe just at one first down, you're going to feel a lot better about yourself. Schulting is the quarterback race, the running back, and Kunterod is the fullback. And this one looks like it's going to go to Kunterod and uh, misdirection there. And it really, uh, number eight actually was the one that Dale with a nice pick up of nine yards on the play. A third down and two coming up. It'll be Dale. Robaleski on the tackle. Yeah, we've seen him defensively make a few good plays, and so here he'll get his first carry. David Dale or Pierce. It's a good one, too. So it's a counter with a wing back coming to the other, to this near side, and it's so quick. Your eyes as a linebacker, you have to be reading it. Um, You have to be honest and keep your assignments. Under two minutes to go here in this opening quarter play. Another carry here off the left side for Pierce. And another first down for the Jays. Tyler Race gets that one, and Tyler Tyler Race with a hard race run to, to the sideline and picked it up. And he's he's on, uh, around 850 yards on the season. Uh, just the second carry of the night, so uh, they kind of spread the ball around to uh, about three or four different guys. In that time, race, uh, just a simple little ISO with Maryland Eye and gets first down. Schulting will go under center, 123 to go, opening quarter of play. Play action pass here. It's complete and complete across the 40-yard line, nearly breaking it for the Blue Jays. That was an excellent catch here by number Schulting 42. Collison all the way down to the 41-yard line. Collison brings that one in. Tackled by it's play the action. First down and 10 it's Blue the Jays. first pass play of the game for Pierce, and he was wide open on the seam. It's all about and you, you got the one-on-one coverage in the middle. Uh, the middle of the field is wide open because all the linebackers suck down, so you just have a safety out there and hit him right in the hands. Big 18-yard pickup. Luke Collison for the Jays. They'll send a man in motion out of the fullback position, and they'll hand it off to the upback. Good fakes there by Saint or by Pierce, excuse me. Uh, and good, good job, run. though, by St. Paul to get Kucherod before he was able to get anything. So no gain on the play. Nice job by Nate Shear and, and uh, Caleb Peterson, the two defensive tackles. They're big boys up front, and they just kind of blew it up. And, and now you've got a second down and 10. 
right where you want to be if you're St. Paul. You force Pierce to get behind schedule, maybe make them throw, get out of their element. Only 18 seconds left in this first quarter, and then you get to play defense uh, with the wind at your back. So they'll go under center. Ten seconds to go here, so Pierce will try to get one last play with the wind at their back. They'll take the snap. They'll hand it off to Race. Race has got a hole up the middle, and he's finally brought down after a gain of eight on the play. Roveleski was the one that brought him down, and the clock three nice zeros on the first quarter of play. St. Paul trails Pierce seven to nothing, and the Blue Jays have the ball, and they're driving. You'll We'll take a break. Come back with more. You're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at downeydrilling.com. Mid-States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek is a proud sponsor of this broadcast and wish all of the area athletes good luck in their competition. Stop into Mid-States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek and see how Chad Messersmith and Mid-States Insurance can serve you. They will help you with all of your insurance needs, including auto, home, farm, life, and commercial insurance. Call 308-856-4913 or stop in their Elm Creek office at 121 North Tyler Street. Teams will flip sides here from Pierce. So they'll be going left to right now as you look into your radio dial. Pierce will be going into the south wind now. So St. Paul not able to score in that first half, but they were only able to limit Pierce to only seven points with that wind at their back. Schulting will go under center here. Hands it off to the fullback. And, excuse me, the running back will have that one race, and there's a little bit of downfield play. The ref will just Peterson step the in there and Saint say, Paul hey, with a carry for Pierce. break it up, you guys. Short of the first down, so call it 41 yards for up. Pierce in that first quarter, 35 for St. Paul, uh, and, se- and seven points for Pierce, uh, zero for, for St. Paul. The difference is with the punt. Special teams, turnovers, conversions. you got to take care of business in the playoffs. Fourth down and one here. Schulting will go under center. Hard count. And it looks like the center actually false started. Snapped it on the first carry. We'll see if they call St. Paul, though, for jumping off first. Yeah, I think they're going to call St. Paul for uh, crossing the neutral zone. And, and the center did a good thing by uh, by moving it. it, it. Even though if you cross a neutral zone in high school, it's a flag, but it's still a first down, and that's what you have to do. You have to convert on third and fourth down, especially, and you can't commit penalties, and that's going to be a big game changer. Not a lot of possessions um, coming up for either team. This game's going to go quick. Schulting with the hard count gets to work. First down and 10 from the 27. He'll go back to pass here, and it looks like, or excuse me, hands that one off. To 14 or 44. Yeah, Crutenrod, the fullback, and uh, it, it was blown up. So actually, you lose the five yards. You just got on the penalty. The difference is it was first down. So now you got second down and 13. We've seen second down be really good for Pierce in this football game. And St. Paul's got to do a better job of bottling them up, and they can't give them any third and shorts. Schultz will go under center here. I formation. Kucherod, the fullback, race the full, the running back. 
Design pass here, roll right. The ball's complete on the sideline and knocked out of bounds. I believe that was Bramer on the catch. And as they unpile, it's number Bramer 15. Bramer on the reception. No, it is Bramer. Be a pickup. So Ben Just Bramer, the coach of stone, picks Jays. it up. And uh, Pierce on the tackle looking like ball. they're going to be going into the red zone here. Ball spot on the 15-yard line. That's a sophomore-sophomore connection, too. Uh, Abram Schulting, just a sophomore, 1,358 yards on the year coming in, 20 touchdowns, four interceptions, and then Ben Bramer, the sophomore receivers, almost 700 yards receiving on the year. They look just natural, good chemistry there. And, and I just talked about second downs, you got to get better when you're in second long. Uh, that was a big play given up by St. Paul. They'll take the snap here. The ball will be handed off on the right side to Kucherod again. And Kucherod. Gets three or four yards. We're going to be on the far left side of the bleachers, so sometimes our depth perception might not be off. Uh, Gain of about five five on the play. play. And uh, that's simple cross buck where uh, they fake it to race in one way, and then Krutenrod comes the other way, and he's got a lane there because all linebackers and safeties uh, go with the running back, and it's a quick six yards. Schulting under center sends a man in motion. And it'll be a handoff to the fullback here. Breaking a few tackles. Fumble. Fumble in the back of the end zone. And they're still fighting for it down there. And I believe there's going to be a touchback. It goes through the back of the end zone. Touchback. I believe you're right. We kept waiting for the official notion. And they just kept fighting for it. And eventually it crossed the goal line on the backside. And it'll be a touchback. Wow, Robolowski, heads up play. The ball could not be crowded, and he bats it through the back of the end zone. That is one of the smartest plays I've seen out of a high school football player. St. Paul avoids a big play there. That's a 14-point swing, potentially. St. Paul's going to take over on the 20-yard line. That is going to definitely, that's a potential for a play of the game. Yeah, as of right now it is and uh, like you said just a heads up awareness there and uh, St. Paul uh, that's a championship play right there you know if you want to win a state championship plays like that they don't show up on the score sheet at all other than touchback under center here go the Wildcat snap sends a man in motion left to right he'll go back here double reverse Robolaski's going to step back and throw and he's going to be almost intercepted. You could just sense Robolesky Schulting was going to step up and intercept that one. Deflected by Schulting. So they go for the home run after the turnover, and it almost ends in disaster. It's cold out. That ball might have been caught in August, but yeah. here we are. It's in a the, rock, In man. the middle of November. Yeah, the balls aren't deflated here. Yeah. Uh, PSI tested, and, and good thing. So now you're going to come out, and you're probably going to get Larson and maybe Ribolowski going here in the run game on second down. Schulting, the uh, quarterback for Pierce, plays safety, and just about had that one. Uh, picked off back to pass here. No, there'll be a handoff here to Eli Larson. Larson works that left side and gets a positive gain on second down. Uh, looks like they'll officially give him five, six yards. Maybe. Cooper on the tackle for Pierce after a nice He's pickup just, of about five or six yards. And Larson I mean, down on the way for the wild. Games. I'm a big guy. I don't want to tackle that kid. He's, yeah. He's all. He looks 225, 230. He's got good speed, and and he's just he'll just get he'll just pick up three or four extra yards. Always falling forward. 8:35 to go. Second quarter play. 
St. Paul trails Pierce seven to nothing here. Option play for the Cats. They'll pitch it to the running back Larson on the right side, and Larson not able to get back to the line of scrimmage. So it'll bring up fourth Fire down and four. And now you're going to have to punt the ball away. But good news is you got the win Lost this time. I've seen a lot of semifinal games and playoff games. You get late. The wind and weathers will affect your long snaps here. And this is very here critical here. You get this Back punt off clean. So actually credit Robolowski with that carry. Back to punt here is the Cats. And a much better punt this second time around. That's going to bounce at the 35-yard line to take a great roll for St. Paul. It's going to be down inside the 20 and inside the 15. Actually down near the 11-yard line. So a huge contrast from their first punt that went four yards. This one completely fifths the field. State or Pierce now. We'll have it first down and goal, or first down and 10 from their 11-yard line. Wow, almost a 64-yard punt. That's that's a that's a field changer, and that just tells you what kind of wind you have. That ground is really hard, and it was a low kick, and it, it just uh, it looks like a, a driver in August on a dry golf course, or that ball's just going to roll and roll, and and you have to flip the field on special teams, and that was a fantastic job there uh, to back Pierce up to the 11-yard line. Pierce. Probably just going to try and chip away first down at a time here and take care of the final 740 of this one. Race will get this one in a decent hole there for Tyler, and he gets a gain of 9, maybe 10 yards. They'll probably sh- they're going to spot him right the at the 20, so that will be official gain of 9. Tyler Race with a great pickup of 9 yards. And Ray, second down Race able to get out of the end zone there. Yeah, just an ISO uh Kootenrod's the fullback there with a great lead blocking, and they give him, yeah, nine yards. So you got a second down short. You can play around a little bit now. If you want to take a shot, you've got two more downs to get a first down. Send Bramer in motion right to left and hand it off to Kootenrod. And Kootenrod met right there by Nathan Shear and company, and I'm not sure on the spot. I think they're still going to be short, so it'll be third down and one now. Gain of maybe a half a yard, if that. Man, Nate, 71, Nate Peterson, he's a big man up front. That fullback, that quick dive is so tough to defend. And uh, Shear and Peterson up front have just been lights out so far, uh, limiting that. We're talking third and inches here, and, and they didn't get anything. Under center again goes Schulting. I-formation look here for the Jays. And they'll hand it off to the running back race and race. On that right side, he'll have the first down. He lowers his shoulder, barrels into a St. Paul defender. Picks up two and the first down. Yeah, they gave him three lead blockers there. And just just kind of a mega power play to this near side. And that's enough to get a first down. So hard to get through that many blockers. They're tight. Uh, Race does a great job of following his blocker. He doesn't outrun his blocks. He lets everything, he lets the play set up. Under six minutes to go now, opening half of play. 7-0 7-0 Pierce with the lead. Quarterback keeper here with Schulting. And Schulting met by three St. Pie Wildcats. Forward progress will give him a gain of one on the play. Vogel on the stop there. Yeah, Logan Vogel will shut that thing Schulting down. And I believe we have an official timeout. It looks like maybe an injury here on the near sideline. I can't tell which team it is. I'm assuming a Pierce Blue Jay if there's a teammate there hovering over him. 
Yeah, I didn't see what happened. Hope he's okay. Um, you know, you hate to speculate on things, but when it's cold and you get a helmet or a knee to the leg or anywhere like that, it'll hurt a little bit extra tonight. 542 to go in this one. We'll take a quick break. Come back with the injury report next. You're listening to High School Football on The Breeze 94.5. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever, no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. Well, when they unpiled the pile, it was Kunterod under there, the starting fullback. And uh, that's not a guy you want to lose if you're Pierce. No, hopefully he can make it back in the ballgame if you're Pierce. If you're St. Paul, you got to take advantage here on second and long. Under center here, single back now for the Cats. They'll send a man in motion, race, and back to pass to Schulting. They'll throw it out here to Tyler. It's complete, and he gets hit immediately at the 30-yard line. And falls forward to the 31, so a gain of five on the play. So be third down and four. Down That's interesting to give him the uh, to give him the check down on the on the short side of the field. It's a major difference here where the hash mark is. He's had a lot more room on the far side, but they'll take the four yards there. And and now you got third down six. Huge play here for St. Paul. Uh, you got to split out Ben Bramer way to the far side. So spin out Bramer to the left, Moeller here to the right. And Schulting back to pass, sets up the screen. The ball is going to be tipped and intercepted by the Wildcats. Ball's intercepted there by St. Paul. Gunnar Nyberg. Gunnar Nyberg for St. Paul. Oh, man. Logan Vogel was the man who recognized screen, got those big paws up, hit it up in the air, and Gunnar Nyberg with the interception. You got to have turnovers, and that's what St. Paul did. Uh, I talked about... Ben Bramer being on that far side, well, it's all deception. They go to the screen to race, and great job of getting your hand in the passing alley. St. Paul needs to take advantage here. 5.20 to go. Ball spot on the 25-yard line. St. Paul now with generous field position for the first time tonight. Going to be a pitch here to Tommy Robolaski. Robolaski on the right side. Going to be knocked out of bounds. We'll give him a gain of three or four on the play on first down. And actually, they'll say he was tackled inbounds. Clock's running. By and they just need to get in the end zone. They've made two down special plays tonight. Yep. That is a special play, that pass. interception that just happened. And then you have the, the touchback in the end zone earlier. Now you're looking at second six. You're on schedule, a little bit ahead of schedule. Uh, first down is necessary. You got second down. Second down and officially six. Ball spot on the 19-yard line for the Cats. Under center, Knapp will hand this one off to Larson. Larson just powers through. Picks up three or four more, so it'll be third down and about two now for the Cats. And, boy, he just runs hard when he gets that ball. Yeah, Racing double ISO, give him two lead blockers there, and you give him uh, some With space, he's going to so make you pay. So now you got two real good options here, Rebelowski and Eli Larson. Can't go wrong here. Uh, I like to go quick in these situations. you got the wishbone, so you're going to have two lead blockers almost no matter what. Under center goes Nap. Takes the snap, hands it off to Larson, and Larson barrels forward and gets the first down. He's going to be spotted at the 11-yard line, so gain of three for Eli. 
picks up the first They're doing down a nice job on Larson following him up. Seven forward. carries, 26 yards, 3.7 yards a carry. Um, and that, that's pretty good if you're Pierce. But now they're in the red zone. Uh, we'll call it the 16-yard line. 10. The 11-yard okay, oh, yeah, yeah. line. And uh, now you're knocking on the door. Uh, you can get a first down at the one-yard line if you're St. Paul. Another wishbone look here. Eli has gone over the 2,000-yard rushing mark uh, in this game. It'll be a handoff to the fullback here and losing his footing. And Boy, he had a chance to break it, but he just lost his footing. It was Plocky, the fullback. Plocky on the carry. Okay, this Tackled is... by Sean Rinkle. Here's something that's really Second important. 325. You have three downs to get a first down here at the one or score. Pierce is going to get the ball back with some time left, and then they're going to get the ball after half. You have to manage the clock here if you're St. Paul. 312 to go and counting. Nap will go under center. Wishbone look for the Cats. And a false start here on the left side. I believe 72 is the one that jumped. Yeah, just a flinch. Riley Thompson. And uh, it wasn't much, but he rocked. He rocked, and uh, that one's easy to see out in front of everybody. So now you've got a second down at 12. Like we said, you can get the first down. Uh, My question, does the clock continue to run? Yes. So you're going to take off an additional 15 to 20 seconds here, which actually could play in your favor. You'd hate hate to lose the five yards, but the time does work in your favor in this one. St. Paul will see how much of that 25 they use. They'll snap it right here. They'll give it back to the fullback. And Plocky gets a good chunk of that back. I think he's going to be spotted down at the six-yard line or so. Boy, that's a really nice play. Uh, You don't even really miss. You don't miss that penalty yardage much anymore. They're so keyed in on Rebelowski and Eli Larson right now that John Plocky's just He's got room to run on that quick fullback dive. Third and four. Ball in the six-yard line here. Another wishbone look here. And this one's going to go to Eli Larson. And Eli picks about half of it up. He is close. I, they're not going to give it. Okay, he's two yards. Call him two yards short, three yards short. Here, you're looking at play action. Coming You're looking at Rebelowski maybe to get uh, – he's got a little more, more versatility as far as cuts and, and a little bit more speed. So uh, one of your plays of the game here, under two minutes here, second uh, first half, and you wonder if you're going to get a timeout from St. Paul to talk it over. Uh, quarterback went over to the sideline here in the huddles, just looking at that sideline. I, I would anticipate a timeout here from Coach Fuller. You can hear the Pierce faithful – Pounding on the bleachers here. And there is that timeout by Coach Fuller. We'll just take a 30-second break here. And we'll come back with the the deciding fourth down and third play. 122 to go until the Ravenna Sanitation halftime show. Pierce leads 7-0. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Welcome back to high school football here on the uh, Breeze 94.5. 
I just about said the Freezing Floor pregame show. We already had that. It's going to be the Renna Sanitation halftime show coming up here. But a big fourth down and three ball on the three-yard line. Or ball, yeah. So is it first and fourth and goal then? It is. It, it's, I'd call it fourth and a long two. Yeah, you can there get you the go. first down at about the one-yard line. If they come out in that wishbone again, look to fake that ISO, that double ISO to Eli Larson. Give your quarterback room to run on, on the outside. Kind of roll him out and give him a backside guy to like maybe a Logan Miller to uh, maybe throw to a run pass option here. Under center go the Wildcats. And just as we saw Coach Fuller use a timeout, Coach Bramer will as well. Another 30-second timeout here on The Breeze, 94.5. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B, and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. And welcome back to the Breeze 94.5 Class C1 State Football Semifinals. Pierce, top seed, and second seeded St. Paul, or excuse me, uh, top seeded Pierce and... Fourth seeded St. Paul, if I remember right. 7 nothing lead for the Blue Jays, but St. Paul is three yards away from tying it up with 1.22 to go. And the timeout, we saw a lineman lined up funny there, Trent, so that's why the timeout from Pierce. Yeah, so they're going to put him back there. Quade Peterson, big 63, is lined up as a wing back, uh, clear to the outside, so look for maybe a double power here to this near side. Fourth and three. Under center goes the Wildcats. They're going to send Peterson in motion now. Now they'll send him back to the left again. They'll hand it off to Larson, and Larson is in the end zone. Waiting for the official to throw his hands up. Larson and a three-yard touchdown, touchdown run, and one point away from a tie ball game. Gave him plenty of lead blocks. Quade Peterson, the sophomore, does his job. We talked about he's lined up as a wing back, kind of an H back. They, they shuffle him in motion to the inside, and then they give him a, a double iso, and Eli Larson just plunges forward, and, and this point after attempt is huge uh we're gonna have a low scoring game i think jeff you took the unders in the pregame and uh we're headed that way i predicted a 21 14 after we saw 55 38 come week one swinging gate here for the wildcats so go into the point after touchdown look here the kick is up and it is good 7-7, seven, seven. St. Paul, Paul evens it after a three-yard touchdown run games. by Eli Larson. And with 1.17 to go to the Advanced Sanitation Halftime Show, we'll take a break and come back with the final 117. You're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5. I came from a big city. Nebraska's different. Nebraska is one large, small town. Independent and dedicated, Maryland is a big deal in a little town like this. Dr. Zuzak is so passionate about what he does that we just knew that we were in good hands. Like we walked in there and it kind of felt like you walked into just a friend's house. I like to translate things into simple everyday language. Talking with patients about what is going to happen to them, what the disease is like, you get to know them pretty well. 
It wasn't just about the cancer, it was about us as a family. The people, it's kind of an amazing thing to me. I think it makes me proud to be a Nebraskan. The dedication for sure, that is true Nebraskan style and the kindness. You could not be in better hands. My name is Tom Zuzeg and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. Low line driving kick here for St. Paul. It's going to be fielded uh, by the Blue Jays and they're going to be knocked down of bounds at the 29 yard line. I believe that was Race, the starting running back Bowler that picked that one up. No, it was Bowler, of course. So Pierce now with 113 to go, two timeouts left for Jason Coach Bramer. I St. doubt Paul. you're going to see too much explosion here, maybe one or two plays. Yeah, just the, actually the one timeout, they took the one early, and then so you can't turn the football over here. If you just get to halftime, 7-7, seven to seven, start over in the second half, make your adjustments and be happy. If you pop one, that's great, but yeah, you can't get too greedy here. Yeah, especially after that interception, St. Paul with all the momentum right now. They're going to play action pass here. They're going to try and throw it to Bramer right at midfield. It's going to fall incomplete with 108 to go. Now with an incompletion, if you're Coach Fuller, you might want to call a timeout here. Yeah, if uh, if they run the ball next and uh, uh, get the clock moving, there's a chance you get the ball back. St. Paul hasn't really shown they can score quick, but... You get a blocked punt or something. Oh, yes. Make them snap the football and make them punt it away because you never know what can happen on special teams. Let's what, pierce the lineup here with uh, trips to the right, single man to the left, and it'll be a pitch, though, to Kunturad, and he'll struggle to get back to the line of scrimmage, and I believe he'll knock him out of bounds here. Yeah, out of bounds, so the clock's going to stop. 101. Uh, now, if they run it on third First down here and don't get it, St. Paul's going to call a timeout, and they're going to get the football back. This is, you, you have to back make the stop first. We've seen uh, Pierce on second, third down. They've been able to convert. You can't get too tight as a play caller, but understanding the situation, you don't want to turn the football over. Uh, we'll see what Pierce does here. They tried the screen, and then a turnover last possession. You've got Ben Bramer out on the outside, uh, but you got a good defender in Rebelowski on him. Ben Bramer to the left, Moeller here to the right. They're going to look left now. Go right to Moeller. Ball's up there. It's going to be caught! Caught at the 40, to the 30, the 20, the 10, the 5. Touchdown, Pierce! Touchdown, Pierce! Logan wow. Miller on the reception. Logan Miller from seven took it away. That was a, that was a true 50-50 ball. And Logan Miller... Took it away, and there was nobody home, and he just walked in. That's We talk about championship plays. There's one right there. And I, I talked about you don't want to turn the football over, but they pushed the ball down the field in the wind, and that is that was an extremely athletic play by Logan Miller uh, to catch that and run away with it. Big point after touchdown here for the Jays. The ball is up, and sinking it in the left upright. And it's good. good Jaden Roth. Roth extends Touchdown the lead to 14 to 7. And just like that, it looked like St. Paul was going to maybe have a chance to make one more play. And at worst, going at 7 7. Now, Pierce answers right back and makes it 14 to 7. We'll take a break. Be back with more. You're listening to high school football on the breeze 94.5. 
Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney in Grand Island. At Friesen Ford in Aurora, we are breaking the notion that car buying has to be a stressful process. Instead, we're making it a simple and easy process. Since our entire staff has you, the customer, as our first priority, but don't take our word for it, here's what our customers have said. Easiest purchase we've ever made. Awesome place to buy a car. Great service. This was a wonderful experience. Experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today. Located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off I-80 in Aurora, or anytime at FriesenFord.com. Short kick here for Pierce, just trying to waste some time, and the ball's going to be fielded by Robolaski. He'll return it right to the 40-yard line. So it'll be first down and 10 from the Wildcats with 44 seconds. And now St. Paul probably going to have to do what Pierce just did. You know, don't try to do anything, but then maybe get one one chance at a big play, and uh, hopefully you can convert it just like... uh, uh, they did to Logan Moeller, made it 14-7. to Yeah, you have to try here because Pierce just scored, gave you 44 seconds. Well, they get the ball to start the second half, so you're going to have to come out. They do go five wide, so they're definitely going to try and put one towards the end zone here. Trips to the left, they'll fake it to Larson. No, they'll hand it off to Eli here on the jet sweep motion, and he's going to be hit right at the line of scrimmage, so no gain on the play. And the clock's running. I don't believe either team is going to use the timeout. So they'll go no huddle here and try and get as much yardage as they can here. 24 seconds high snap here. Trips to the left again. And the ball is going to be sacked. I believe they'll say he was down. But the ball did come out. Or did they say it was a fumble, Trent? I believe they say he was down. I think think that's a strip sack. Ball for grabs for just a second. That's a strip sack, and it is pure oh, they are. football. They recovered. Oh my goodness! With what? Oh, what a unfortunate series of events for St. Paul. Seventy came in. I don't have his name uh, for Pierce, and and went after the football when he when he sacked the quarterback, and they were able to jump on it. So now Pierce is going to get the football at the forty. At St. Paul's 41-yard line, 14 seconds left. We just saw a 70-yard touchdown, uh, the possession before. This is a three-for-one where Pierce is going to get the ball three times to St. Paul's one. There's a chance they could convert on all three and really make this football game kind of hard to climb back in. So for St. Paul, you have to play good defense here. You cannot give up those 50-50 balls. Derek Coulterman is the man number 70 who recovered that and, and they haven't they cool. haven't set the chains yet they said st paul they said pierce football but st paul is going to keep possession okay the ref did point and i think point. maybe he was pointing st paul was calling a timeout instead of using the two hands he just pointed with the one hand so confused us up in the booth st paul does have the ball they'll try to go here to robolaski and that was going to be nearly intercepted by Bramer. And Robolowski became the defender there. And he laid a licking. Excellent by job by Robolowski to just. The Wildcats, seven <laughs> Once the ball's tipped, it's free game. And he just uh, 
perfect form tackle to bring him down. And uh, fourth and nine, uh, you can punt punt the football away and uh, and uh, flip the field. Hopefully, time runs out. If you've got to kick it out of bounds, that's fine. But I don't even think Pierce is going to put anybody back. So you got to really protect here. Yes, you could almost run that same play to Rovalowski and take off those seven seconds. They're going to – the bad bad snap here. They're just going to get a punt off. Two seconds, one second, and then time's going to expire before it goes out of bounds. So St. Paul dodge, dodge a bullet there. In the first half. But Blue it Jays is a 14-7 14 14 lead St. for St. Paul. St. Paul uh, had some chances, made a few big plays. St. Paul – or Pierce just made a few more. Let's go we'll ahead take and a break and come back and re- recap tonight, it. You're listening to High School Football. On the breeze, 94.5. On a winning sports team, all the players work together and good things happen. And this sports broadcast on Platte River Radio happens because of a strong local team. The businesses you hear during this game know the value of advertising their message to sports fans. Our sponsors tell their story to thousands of Central Nebraska listeners every week. That helps their business grow and it makes these broadcasts possible. We'd love to have you join our sports sponsorship team. Go to platteriverradio.com slash advertise and get in the game with us. Citizens Bank and Trust provides superior financial service with honesty, professionalism, and confidentiality while promoting economic growth and stability in the communities they serve. With convenient locations in St. Paul, Loop City, and Central City, all locations are experienced in real estate, agriculture, commercial, and consumer lending, offering savings, deposits, checking accounts, debit cards, and online mobile banking. Citizens Bank and Trust, proud supporters of all student activities. Citizens Bank and Trust, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas, and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines, and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. H&R Block in St. Paul wish the area athletes good luck. Rick Davison offers tax preparation, all business services, including bookkeeping, payroll, and tax advice. Open Monday from 9 to 5 or by appointment. Call Rick at 308-390-7818. Jacobson Greenway Deeds Funeral Home in St. Paul wish all area athletes good luck. We aim to serve and treat each family with the utmost respect and care. We encourage you to browse our website or give us a call to see how we can assist you. Jacobson Greenway Deeds Funeral Home, commemorating life with a personal touch. <laughs> Welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show. Your trash is their treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. It's, uh, it's Husker Power Products broadcast booth powered by natural gas and diesel irrigation engines from Husker Power Products of both Hastings and Sutton. And we'd like to also thank Husker Power Products and Mary Lanning Healthcare the presenting football sponsors of all of our po- football action on our network of stations, including a game that will be kicking off here in about three minutes, Cardi Catholic and Adam Central over on ESPN Superstation, 1460 and 1550. Uh, Pierce is hoping to join one of the other Tri-City area teams in the C1 State Finals. We'll take a look at that furniture scoreboard update, but first we've got to recap the first half, first half of our game. And uh, St. Paul... We've got the opening possession. 
Uh, had a three and out, had a brutal punt. It only went four yards, set up Pierce to the short field, 21 yards. And they did find the end zone after a one-yard touchdown plunge by Kuntarad. Point after touchdown was good. It was 7-0 Blue Jays. Then St. Paul, with a good, excellent return, had a good drive going. They were down to the Pierce 20-yard line, but they weren't able to do anything with it in the red zone and turned it over on downs on fourth down. Then Pierce... Uh, had a great drive going. They were about ready to go up two scores, and then a freak play happens in the end zone, and Tommy Robolaski makes an excellent awareness play after Pierce fumbled it into the end zone to just knock it out in the back of the end zone and get a touchback. And a huge uh, 14-point swing, basically, in that play. St. Paul then on their next drive goes three and out, and then Pierce... um, on their next drive, had a good drive going before an interception by Nyberg for St. Paul. So a couple big plays there by St. Paul to avoid uh, Pierce having back-to-back drives that were going well. St. Paul then finally counters with their first score, a three-yard touchdown run by Eli Larson. Point after touchdown was good. And then Pierce, what we thought was maybe just going to be a couple runs here and get to the half, they made a big play. A 70-yard touchdown pass to Logan Moeller down this right sideline. Point after touchdown was good, and it was 14-7. Blue Jays, St. Paul, on their final possession, just let the clock run out after they had fumbled the ball. And that's the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. Only eight possessions in that first half. It was a quick move in the first half. And we'll take a break, come back with a look at the numbers. And a look at that Furniture Direct scoreboard update. You're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 50. 6th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. To begin enjoying the money-saving benefits and expertise of a full-service independent insurance agency, start with Christensen Insurance. Their ability to match your needs with the right companies at the best value make them a wise choice for home, health, dental, auto, farm, commercial, and life insurance. For a free quote, or to contact Christensen Insurance, log on to ChristensenInsurance.com in St. Paul, Central City, and Burwell. It's Christensen Insurance. I came from a big city. Nebraska's different. Nebraska is one large, small town. Independent and dedicated, Maryland is a big deal in a little town like this. Dr. Zuzak is so passionate about what he does that we just knew that we were in good hands. Like, we walked in there, and it kind of felt like you walked into just a friend's house. I like to translate things into simple, everyday language. Talking with patients about what is going to happen to them, what the disease is like, you get to know them pretty well. It wasn't just about the cancer. It was about us as a family. The people. It's kind of an amazing thing to me. I think it makes me proud to be a Nebraskan. The dedication, for sure. That is true Nebraskan style and the kindness. You could not be in better hands. My name is Tom Zuzeg, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. 
Rolling along here on the Breeze 94.5. We're in the middle of the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show. Pierce leads it 14-7 and some interesting scores on the scoreboard update. But first, a look at the numbers here for both teams. Both teams ran the ball quite a bit in a state semifinal. You're going to expect that. But a big 70-yard touchdown run or pass to Logan Moeller. Pierce will probably have the advantage here on the stat sheet. Let's take a look at it. Here's Trent. All right. A little jock jams to assist me here. Abram <laughs> Schulting, uh, two for three, 74 yards and a touchdown. He threw that big 70-yarder to Logan Miller. And uh, running the ball, Tower Race, seven carries, 29 yards. Uh, Abram Schulting, just one carry, five yards. Uh, Michael Krutenrod, fullback, five carries, 16 yards and a touchdown. Overall, 130 total yards of offense on just 18 plays in that first half. Uh, 56 coming on the ground. Uh, Go over to St. Paul. Uh, No yards through the air so far. It's been Eli Larson, 10 carries, 36 yards, and a touchdown on a big fourth down. And uh, Rebelowski, five carries, 17 yards. Brendan Knapp, one carry for five yards. And John Plackey, four carries, 16 yards. 74 yards of total offense on 22 plays. Uh, 20 of those coming on the ground, and you got the one touchdown. So not a lot of stats, um, not what we're used to, especially when you look at the 55-38 score the first time. Uh, you know the playoffs are going to change things because of the weather, and, and so far that's going to hold true. We'll see if things open up here in the second half. We'll take a break. Look at the Furniture Rick scoreboard update next. You're listening to High School Football on The Breeze 94.5. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Let's do business in the Heartland. Heartland Chevrolet Buick, Lexington, Nebraska, the newest addition to the Platte Valley Auto Pony Express winning team. The largest selection of new and pre-owned cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs around. Great deals happen here. Sales, service, parts and tires, collision center, and more. Come see why. We are the fastest growing auto stores in central Nebraska. Great selection. Chevrolet Buick, Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, and Ram. The only thing you need to know for all your automotive needs. Platte Valley Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Pony Express, Chevrolet, Gothenburg, Menden, and now Heartland Chevrolet Buick, Lexington, Nebraska, where everybody gets a great deal and a great deal more. Mick, Loretta, and the staff at Maletta Vista Winery in St. Paul wish all the athletes good luck. Maletta Vista Winery and Restaurant is open weekends and sits above the North Loop River. They have a private party room that takes advantage of this great view of the River Valley. Sit outdoors in all types of weather under the covered porch. Enjoy the view, fresh air, food, and award-winning wines. They take pride in using Nebraska-grown grapes and believe in supporting local producers. Open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday till 3. Check the website for hours and offerings. Maletta Vista Winery in St. Paul. 
In this moment, who has your back? Do you know the name of your insurance agent? Does your insurance agent know your name? Or would you call an 800 number that connects you with who? Another state? Another country? Instead, contact Barney Insurance, your local independent agent with auto owners insurance. Barney Insurance, trusted people who you can call when bad stuff happens. In this moment, get an agent who will protect you in that moment. Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue N and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. Welcome back to Pierce, home of the Blue Jays, and home of the top-seeded 14-7 and seven Blue Jays. They're 24 minutes away from a return trip to the C1 State Finals. St. Paul hoping to avenge their earlier season loss. It's actually the second-seeded Pierce Blue Jays and the third-seeded St. Paul. Top seed was Ashton Greenwood. That's since they were eliminated. That's why I kept thinking the teams that are on this side were going to be the top seeds. Let's take a look at that Furniture Direct scoreboard update brought to you by Furniture Direct and Mattress Direct of Hastings. We deliver the score. They deliver to your door. Get free local delivery on any beauty mattress purchase. Get more than you expect when you shop Furniture or Mattress Direct just with the Sonic in Hastings. Let's start in Class A. Elkhorn South and Kearney High over on KKPR Power 99. The Bearcats lead it 3-0 over the Storm. That was a 10-7 overtime victory for Elkhorn South in the regular season finale. So another low-scoring game there. Bearcats lead it by three. The other A semifinal, Westside and Millard South, just getting underway here at 7 o'clock. In Class B, two 7 o'clock kickoffs as well. Elkhorn, though, already seven minutes into this game, has scored a touchdown on Hastings High. They lead the Tigers 7-0. Aurora and Plattsmouth, no score yet in their matchup. Carney Catholic scores first in their matchup with St. Paul. They lead it 7-0. And in C2, Archbishop Bergen and UTAN just underway. Ord with a seven-point lead at halftime over Oakland Craig, 21-14 over the defending champs. In the eight-man ranks, we're at the half in three of our four games. Tri-County, Dundee County, Stratton, 16-14 to 14 at the half. Cross-County, Burwell, 30-22 to 22 at the half. And in Class D2, Fall City Sacred Heart leads Sandhill Sedford, 24-20. to 20. That's in the fourth quarter. And BDS leads Central Valley, 22-20 to 20 at the half. And in six-man, we have our final for next Friday. It'll be number three, McCool Junction, and number four, Sterling. McCool Junction, 30-12 to 12 over Cody Kilgore. That was a heck of a drive. And Sterling, 60-58 to 58 over Arthur County. So McCool Junction, they're going to cap off a perfect season, most likely next Friday night in Kearney. Teams are coming out of their locker room. We're still about three to five minutes away from the second half kickoff. And we'll take a break. Come back with that third quarter next. You're listening to High School Football on The Breeze 94.5. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. 
Get the furniture and mattresses you need and take up to four years to pay interest-free with approved credit at Furniture Direct and Mattress Direct. Not only will you save with our great prices, but you get it interest-free for up to four years. But you have to act now before it's over. Now that's getting more than you expect. Furniture Direct and Mattress Direct. Behind Sonic and Hastings and find even more savings online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. H&R Block in St. Paul wish the area athletes good luck. Rick Davison offers tax preparation, all business services, including bookkeeping, payroll, and tax advice. Open Monday from 9 to 5 or by appointment. Call Rick at 308-390-7818. Jacobson Greenway Beats Funeral Home in St. Paul. Wish all area athletes good luck. We aim to serve and treat each family with the utmost respect and care. We encourage you to browse our website or give us a call to see how we can assist you. Jacobson Greenway Beats Funeral Home. Commemorating life with a personal touch. Time. It's the eternal measure for growers everywhere, influencing the ebbs and flows of every season. Through it all, Nutrient Ag Solutions stands with you. Offering agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you lead the field. Because the time to act is right now. Find your local crop consultant at NutrienAgSolutions.com. Welcome back. Still got three minutes to go here on the clock. The Both teams are now back from their locker rooms. Pierce just emerging and they're getting their last minute warm-ups here and a decent crowd here on hand and uh, across the way we've got the St. Paul faithful a lot of them listening back home on the breeze 94.5 online also at platriverpreps.com brought to you by Barney Insurance with locations in Holdridge, Lexington, Kearney and where both teams hope to be here in 24 minutes in Lincoln at the state football finals next two Tuesdays from now again at 245. If St. Paul's in it, likely we'll have it for you over on Power 99. And depending on their opponent, uh, we could simulcast that as well on the ESPN Troop Tri Cities Superstation. We're going to take one final break and come back with that third corner next. You're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5. To begin enjoying the money-saving benefits and expertise of a full-service independent insurance agency, start with Christensen Insurance. Their ability to match your needs with the right companies at the best value make them a wise choice for home, health, dental, auto, farm, commercial, and life insurance. For a free quote or to contact Christensen Insurance, log on to ChristensenInsurance.com in St. Paul, Central City, and Burwell. It's Christensen Insurance. Mexi Fry Nachos have been an Amigos favorite for almost 40 years. I mean, who can resist that warm cheese sauce drizzled over golden Mexi Fries? Well, right now, to celebrate our 40th anniversary, Amigos has added new Queso Mexi Fry Nachos. Crispy Mexi Fries smothered with homemade queso cheese and our famous ranch dressing. Then topped with taco meat and made from scratch guacamole. Who knows? You may just start craving a new fave. New Queso Mexi Fry Nachos at Amigos. 
Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Citizens Bank and Trust provides superior financial service with honesty, professionalism, and confidentiality while promoting economic growth and stability in the communities they serve. With convenient locations in St. Paul, Loop City, and Central City, all locations are experienced in real estate, agriculture, commercial, and consumer lending, offering savings, deposits, checking accounts, debit cards, and online mobile banking. Citizens Bank and Trust, proud supporters of all student activities. Citizens Bank and Trust, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. And we're back here at Pierce High School, home of the Blue Jays. And they can feel it, that's for sure. You can't hear me over the music because they are pumped for this second half of play. They will get the ball to start the second half. Pierce will kick it away, or St. Paul kicks it away. They're going to go left to right now as you look into the radio dial in those away whites, blue helmets. Pierce in their home blacks and black helmets and their blue pants, and we're just about ready to go here. They're teeing the ball up right now. At the 40-yard line are the Blue Jays, and they put 12 on, and we're ready for the second half of play, and into the win now. We'll go Pierce for this third quarter, so they'll have it in the fourth quarter, so a big possession here, a big quarter here for Pierce to try and put up as many points as they can. And good solid return here Meyer by the, the up back the by Meyer. Gets First it to the 40. And Blue Jays with that Paul. huge play to Moeller here, Trent, to basically in the half has stolen all the momentum back from St. Paul. If they can go up and put seven points up here, two possessions feels like a lot in the state semifinal. It does. It's not over by any means if Pierce scores here, but you can gain a lot of momentum if you can force a short possession here for Pierce. Schultz will hand this one off to Tyler Race. Race nearly tripped up in the backfield. He'll reverse field, try to get it right Rozier style, and uh, unable to do so, he'll lose, I think, let's call it three on the play for Tyler Race, second and 13. Yeah, big loss there. Like you said, he went Mike Rozier versus UCLA, but he didn't have quite the athleticism to make that work, and now you're looking at second and long. But Pierce has been money on these second longs all day long, all night long, I should say. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they just give throw up a 50-50 ball here. Bramer here to the left for the Wildcats. They'll send a man in motion, and they'll hand it off here and get nowhere. Uh, for Pierce was number 21, Moeller Logan Moeller. We saw Logan receive one Moeller there. They tried to get it to him Paul. on the he run. And a big loss for Pierce. For Pierce. Vogel did a fantastic job. He stayed home on the backside as as uh, his, uh, his defensive end position, strung it out and made a one-on-one tackle. Now you got third down forever. You gotta get out of this possession if you're St. Paul. Schulting will go under center here. Design pass. They'll hand it off last second here. Nothing going again. 
for Pierce. It'll be three and out here in St. Paul. Delayed handoff with to an race. Excellent start to this third quarter. No gain on the play. And by Eli Larson. Sorry, Jeff. Uh, Adjustments. We saw Pierce with the big 70-yard play and their next biggest play. They have an 18-yard gain, a 16-yard gain through the air. They've had nothing on the ground, just an 11-yard run from the fullback, Rutenrod. Uh, St. Paul's rush defense has been fantastic tonight. D-line is playing lights out. Low snap. It bounces back to the punter. He'll run rugby style, and he'll get it off, and it's going to go to the 35-yard line. Schulting will down it there at the 34-yard line, so Pierce Unable to do anything on their two for one here. And And Wildcats now had a lot of that momentum in that second quarter until that Moeller touchdown reception. We'll see if they could seize it back now. First down and 10 here at the 33 is actually where they'll mark it now. And Coach Fuller needed to do some adjustments at the half. What do you think he did? Well, uh, we talked about the two-for-one. They did a good job of uh, not letting that affect him. I think you're going to see a lot more Eli Larson. They're going to get him warmed up. Ten carries, 36 yards. Uh, they're going to ride the horse here a little bit. We'll send a man in motion here, trying to get a, runner, or a blocker in front of Eli. And Eli Larson looked like he was going to be stopped at the 35-yard line. Next thing you know, he breaks it, and he gets to the 39-yard line, so gain a six on first down Dale for Larson. Strike on the tackle. And uh, so Coyd Peterson, 63 and sophomore for St. Paul. He's lined up at that H-back kind of hybrid uh, position. He's basically a, a glorified fullback um, or a lineman off the line there, and they're they're shifting him, and he's doing a nice job of blowing, up, blowing open the initial hole, and then Larson on the last couple of plays has been money. Snap will go under center here for the Wildcats. Second down and six. And they'll pitch it here to Robolaski. Robolaski will be close to that first down marker. I believe they'll give it to him. They'll say he was knocked out of bounds. So we'll give him a gain of three and a first down. Perhaps a gain of four on the spot here. Looks to be a yard short. Looks like he'll be just short of a first down. Okay. Come on. My bad. So it's okay. You've got third down and short. I don't know if quarterback sneaks in their arsenal, or you've got number 35 you can always go to. Or John Plackey, I mean, he, in that red zone possession, went for four and seven on back-to-back runs. Under center here. See if they quarterback sneak it, they'll send a man in motion right to left, and miscommunication there uh, by St. Paul. And they're still going to get the first down out of it, though. Is that a broken play? where Quade Peterson, they, they shift him in the backfield, and he runs in uh, to Send nap the quarterback, the and then they just the end up giving it to him on the run, and he gets the first well, the down. I think I think line. Peterson was supposed to be a uh, lead blocker there, and he ended up with the football. Yeah, I agree with you there. They'll move the chains quickly. They'll get the clock winding now under 8.40 to go in this third quarter of play. Pierce leads it by a score of 14-7. to Cats, though, with the ball, they'll go under center here again. I formation look. And it'll be a pitch here to Eli or Tommy Rovlaski on the right side. Tommy stiff arms a man right at the 45-yard line. And he'll be pushed out just shy of midfield. Good gain there Robles on first down. And here ahead of the sticks now. Call it second down and four. And... This gives you options Cooper now. You don't have to scramble. You don't have to uh, 
to open up the entire playbook. I love this drive. It's taking time off the clock. It's making Pierce's defense stay on the field, and, and, and you're marching going down the field. They'll say he got to the other side of the 50-yard line, so a gain of six for Tyler Ovalaski. Wishbone look here. They'll hand it off to the fullback, and Plocky will fight forward for the first down, and they'll move the chain, so a gain of four for Plocky. And like you said, they key so much on Tommy and Eli, Prince Trent, on the that uh, Plocky just has a Don't bunch of room in the middle. Yeah, JP, just the first down. up the middle. I mean, for there's the, nothing the in that middle of the field, and it's just working that they're looking at 35 and 21, and there goes 10 for another six yards. That's uh, these three different backs. They've, they're running the wishbone, and they're running it well. Under eight minutes to go now, third quarter of play, nap under center for the Cats. They'll take the snap, fake it to Plocky that time, and they'll hand this one off to Robolowski. And Tommy runs into the wall, and then they'll say forward progress here after a gain of. Robolowski gets down to the About four on the line. play there. Second down coming up to the Wildcats. So gain of four gets Roller it down Brits to the 40 the yard side. line. And the, the, the offensive line for St. Paul is, in my opinion, kind of starting to take over. They're big, they're tall, and they're just leaning on Pierce right now. That was a little crossbuck there, and you get Robolowski to the outside, and uh, now you're, you're just staying on schedule this entire drive, and they need to continue doing that. You get behind schedule as a running team, it makes it a little bit tougher to get first downs, but nice job so far. Clock's under seven minutes now. Hard count here doesn't work. They'll hand it off to Plocky. No, they'll give it to the running back. And another three or four yards will bring up third down here for the Cats. But third down and manage. Yeah, three my, on play. my eyes were, were fooled there. Uh, it was quick. It was a fake to the fullback. And then, yeah, just a little give to Larson there. You're looking at third down, and I'll call it three very manageable here. Uh, you're at the 35-yard line, four-down territory, obviously. Uh, unless some disasters happens here on third down, uh, they bring in 71, a uh, big lineman, look for a power play. They'll bring in number 71, Taylor Zamora. It is that extra. Excuse me, that was the Pierce roster. <laughs> and on third down, they're going to have the first down and a little bit more gain of five on the play. Larson here. again on the carry for St. Paul. Yeah, big Eli Larson. Just, uh, Caleb Peterson was the big old 71. Yeah, picks up a first Racing down. Company. So the uh, third first down of the drive. This is very methodical. Very. This is a championship-type drive where you're taking time off the clock. You're getting first downs. You're imposing your will. And St. Paul playing very well right now on offense. First down and 10 from the 30-yard line. Under center, that familiar wishbone look from the Wildcats. This one will be a handoff to Plocky and JP. Met that time by the Pierce defense. You know, still give him one or two. Prince and Gleason on the uh, Very short game there for the Wildcats. You've got a second second down down long. It's the first second down and nine of the drive. Uh, But if you're St. Paul, you can't get out of your offense. Just continue to march down the field. They've been doing a nice job of mixing it up. Dives, traps. Uh, cross bucks and isos and in that time they're really keying down on the fullback look for something big on the outside five minutes to go here third quarter of play a slow methodical drive here for st paul and they'll pitch it here to eli larson and nothing doing 
Garrett Meyer, the great open field tackle. Garrett Meyer, the outside linebacker for Pierce, strung it out. Toss sweep. Well, what happens on a toss sweep is you got to be able to get to the outside and seal the edge. If you don't seal the edge, your fullback's going to kick out. And that time, Robolowski tried to cut it outside when he should have cut it up. And that's a no gain. Now you got your first third and 10 of the half. Third and 11 is what the scoreboard says now. And. Still four down territory here, Trent? Yeah, for sure. Um, you're looking at the 31-yard line. Uh, wind in your face. We haven't seen a pass all night. It's going to stay on the ground, we, but it doesn't mean they won't pass. Perfect time for it if they do. Washington, the eye back here. They'll fake it to Robolaski. They'll try to pass it here, and it's going to be complete and out of bounds. Ball's complete to Logan Vogel. First down, too. That's a, that's a, that's a big pickup. I just said they had passed. Good time for it. And uh, there you go. Logan Vogel, the guy who had the assist on the interception earlier, comes up big on offense. Logan Vogel moving the chains. It's under four minutes to go now. They did knock him out of bounds. So the clock will stop here. And this third quarter is kind of flying by. St. Paul's trying to even it up here in this third quarter. Napa going to center here. I formation or wishbone look here. They're gonna hand this one to Eli Larson. Eli Larson, he's got he broke one tackle. He's got the first down. He's gonna try for the touchdown. And they're in. He's in touchdown. Eli Larson from 19 yards out. Eli Larson takes a toss sweep and takes her home from 19. And that's the biggest run play of the game. And St. Paul 14, with 13, a beautiful semifinal playoff type of drive that you expect out of a team that is looking to make a championship run. And that is just a just an awesome drive. Uh, took a lot of time off the clock. And now you're kicking that PAT into the wind. Shouldn't be a factor for distance, but, um, you know, this is huge. Eli Larson looked like he might have been Hit in the backfield, but he just shook him off. And then once he shook that first guy off, went 19 yards. Point after touchdown here is good. Kramer's kick Not is the good. most beautiful kick, but it's through All for Kramer. And we're tied at 14 with 3.49 to go here in this third quarter of play. Cats even the score. You're listening to High School Football, the Class C1 semifinals on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. was a Friday. And I had that whole weekend not knowing just that I had breast cancer. And I waited for the phone call and I took actions into my own hand to find Chopur. I'm the medical oncologist hematologist at Mary Landing Hospital at Morrison Cancer Center. Even though he is not originally from here, he knows the Nebraska ways. Nebraskans are honest, hardworking, open-minded, open-hearted people. They are always ready to fight back and that is something I have admired because I have it in my blood too. He's not just your doctor. He's your friend. He's he's there to take care of you. He's kind of like family. My name is Dr. Sitka Chopur and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. Logan Muller will take this Return, on the return and he gets Pierce. upended Aiden John. at the 30-yard line. Aiden John Pitcher. got him there. Decent return there for Pierce. They'll get 36-yard uh, 
is where they'll start it from their own 36-yard line. So it'll be time after their three and out, and then St. Paul just went and punched them right in the mouth. Trend. Now it's time for Pierce to respond. Yeah, Pierce, uh, they got the short field on the first touchdown in the 70-yard play. Other than that, haven't really done anything on offense. Tyler Race gets something here. Or stumbles in the backfield, falls stum- down for no game. Stumbles and basically gets nothing out Lost of it, just like Trent was saying. Down. They haven't been doing much. That's like that big 70-yard touchdown run or touchdown pass to Logan Moeller. Uh, Pierce, um, nothing spectacular, but they haven't really hurt themselves either. Uh, St. Paul's defensive line is absolutely dominating uh, so far in the second half. Back to pass here is Schulte. He'll roll right, just throws it away, trying to avoid the sack. And right now, all the momentum is with the St. Paul Wildcats. And you think about last year when they went up to Oakland and and got blown out in the C2 semifinals. They come back, C1 this year. They're in the game. I mean, they have all the momentum in the world. Defensive line dominating, a coverage I call that a coverage throwaway because there was nowhere to go. They just they have to have so much protection to be able to pass the football, and, and St. Paul's playing really well on defense. Big third down now here for St. Paul. 3.07 to go, third quarter of play. They'll send Moeller in motion left to right, Schulting back to pass, and he's going to look across the middle for Moeller, and he had him, but he just put a little too much mustard on that one. Moeller punches the ground Schulting, in disgust. Moeller. He thought he maybe should have had that one. It's incomplete, and back-to-back three and outs for Pierce. And less than a minute taken off the clock uh, for Pierce. You look at what St. Paul just did, took almost the whole third quarter, and then Pierce goes three and out. Now you got a big punt coming up. Uh, if you can get decent field position here for St. Paul, you have an opportunity here to really put yourself in the driver's seat um, for this football game. Bramer back to punt it away here for Pierce. And a little bit of a high punt. He's going to rugby-style punt it here to the right and gets it off. Schulting back there to down it here for Pierce. It's going to roll inside the 10, inside the, no, just down at the 6-yard line there. So St. Paul will have to go 94 nice yards. There on the punt for but if Bramer. you looked at their last drive, all the way down to the six yard they'll probably line. be able to do it. 10. They'll take a lot of time off of Saint that. Paul. And uh, St. Paul now into the wind for the final possession here. The, you'll probably try to milk off the 249 so you can get that wind at your back. Yeah, I think St. Paul wants to shorten the game up, especially with the momentum that they have. If they can keep the ball on offense, keep it away from Pierce, and just lean on that defensive line and you know take five, six minutes off the clock, that's what they want to do. We'll see what they do here. Break the huddle here. They'll send a man out to the right. I believe that's number 21, Tommy Robolowski, on this near sideline. Or if they'll just go with Eli Larson. They'll send a man in motion left to right. They'll pitch it to Larson. He'll cut back, lose his footing, and fall right at the five-yard line. So maybe a loss Larson of a half a yard. Five, so, so they've been using Quaid Peterson as a lead blocker Second that time. They motioned him to this near side, then they did the toss sweep to the far side. So kind of deception there to kind of mess with the linebacker's eyes. But uh, there was room to run there. Uh, Eli Arson just kind of got tripped up there by the five-yard line, and now he got second down. Uh, call it 10. Second down in a very long 10 or a short 11. And they'll split out. To this near sideline now, Ryland Berkey. And they'll send a man in motion again, left to right, Peterson. 
And they'll hand this one off to Larson. Larson's going to try that left side now. And getting near that sideline and getting knocked out of bounds after a solid gain of about three or four on the play is Eli Larson. We third down in uh, pretty long here, about eight. Fritz and company. Pe- I think Pierce avoided a, a, a flag because Larson was out of bounds, and there's an extra little shove. I know tensions are high right now, and, and now you got a third down and seven. You, you don't have to get the first down here. You can play situational football. The th- thing to remember, though, the first time they punted into the wind, mm-hmm. you had a four-yard punt. So if you can get the seven yards and get to the fourth quarter, that's really going to help. Robolowski split out to the right now. Pierce doing some shifting on their defensive line. And penalty flag flies. Yeah, the, I think this is like one of the first penalty flags e- we've seen all Eli night. Larson took off too soon. Uh, so an illegal shift or a false start, uh, however you want to call it, five yards. Now you got third down, 12. Start against the Wildcats, marching back. And clock should run at least. Give yourself a little bit more time. You're not going to be able to get to the fourth quarter, though, uh, for the win. So you're going to have to punt in the shadows of your own goalposts with a win, a strong wind in your face if you cannot convert this third down and 12. 151 to go, third quarter of play. And a big penalty there by the Wildcats. Puts them deeper into their own territory. Ball spotted on the five-yard line. Robolowski right here. Seagull coverage. Pierce backs off now. And they'll just give it to Larson. Larson's going to try and power forward. And he'll get back to the original line of scrimmage plus a little bit more. But it's not going to be enough to move the the chains. It's going to be fourth down and seven now. And the pointing teams are coming out. Okay. This kick has to be low. If you get it up in the air, uh, it's coming back right at you. It's got to be low. The snap's got to be clean. Remember, the... um, at the end of the first half, there was a bad snap where the punter dropped the football. You do that here, you're giving up points. Logan Vogel to punt it away. He boots this one. Low kick again. Uh, not much of a roll either. That's going to be inside the 30-yard line. It's going to be down by St. Paul at the 29-yard line. So Vogel's kick dies we saw it at the 29-yard line. drive of the game, it was the 21-yard line. This one's eight yards more. Left. But another short field for Pierce here. A pretty good punt considering. Yes. Um, now at least, you know, if you had a disaster like the four-yard punt and you're at the 10-yard line, then, you know, Pierce almost going to guarantee to score. But now you have to make them work a little bit. Schultzing the quarterback in the shotgun. He's going to roll right. He's going to try for the end zone here. It's going to be complete. And into the end zone for the touchdown is Logan Muller. Back-to-back plays to Logan Muller. with Muller the second time this game, this time from 29 wow. yards out. Logan Muller. And he just wins the 50-50 ball. Times, he excellent timing to go up and get the football. And that is a big boy play from him. Two huge plays in this football game, a 70-yarder and a... 21-yard touchdown for a 29-yard touchdown for the young man. Snap's good. Hold is good. And the kick is good for Pierce. One minute to go in this one. 21-14 Blue Jays lead. 21-14 Blue Jays lead. We'll take a break. Come back with more. You're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5. 
Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney in Grand Island. At your friendly Friesen Ford, they know life can be busy, so they have your best interest in mind by providing a quick, easy car buying experience. When looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Friesen Ford makes it easy for you by offering financing options, pending credit approval, a great selection of vehicles, as well as a friendly sales team that works with you to find a vehicle that will fit your needs and your budget. See the selection today just off I-80 in Aurora or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Welcome back to Pierce, where their kickoff will go into the end zone for a touchback. Roth Roth with a good boot with that wind at his back. And now with 59 seconds to go, Pierce will, or excuse me, St. Paul will have to run at least two plays still into that teeth of that south wind. I'm sure you can hear some of that south wind with our crowd mic here. And uh, just as St. Paul seemingly had the momentum, the short punt, Trent gives it right back to Pierce, and now they trail it 21-14. It's been the explosive plays and the, the the spark plays, and Pierce is winning that battle. St. Paul's winning the the you know the overall Grind battle, the out. methodical, yeah. Pitch here to Robolaski. He'll go on the left side here. Picks up four on the play before he's hit hard by the Saint or the Pierce defense. Luke Carlson and company stays in bounds. The clock will running. Game's about to change about 40 seconds when this wind changes. It is a major factor in this football game right now. Uh, but you do get a second down and five. Rubelowski, nice little toss sweep to the outside. He's got good speed and did a good job staying in bounds. If it wasn't second down, I'd almost be tempted to think that Coach Bramer would use a timeout on like a third down to maybe get one more possession. But St. Paul will for sure be able to get this last playoff unless Coach Bramer does use a timeout and then we'll flip the field. Unless it's an incomplete pass here, but they'll hand it off here to Plocky. And JP, nowhere to go. And he'll gain a half a yard on the play. Seven seconds on the clock. And it'll be Larson, third down. But not before we hit the, the end of third the third down. quarter. As we end the third quarter. Pierce leads it 21-14. 21-14. We're 12 minutes away from a trip to Lincoln. We'll find out who's headed there next. You're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5. Mid-States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek is a proud sponsor of this broadcast and wish all of the area athletes good luck in their competition. Stop into Mid-States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek and see how Chad Messersmith and Mid-States Insurance can serve you. They will help you with all of your insurance needs, including auto, home, farm, life, and commercial insurance. Call 308-856-4913 or stop in their Elm Creek office at 121 North Tyler Street. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. 
Welcome back to Class C1 State Semifinal Action here on the Breeze 94.5. The teams have flipped the field and we head to the fourth quarter of play. St. Paul goes right to left as you look into your radio dial now with the wind at their back and a huge third down and four here. Ball spotted at the 26-yard line. They're going to send a man in motion, empty the backfield. Robolowski to the left, screen pass out to him, and it looks like he fell down. I'm not sure... He's going to be short, I believe, Trent. About a yard short, I think. Robleski on the reception. Yeah, they're going to give him about, about a play. yard and a half short. So fourth down, down, you're going to punt this Coming football away. And we saw almost a 70-yard punt the first time that uh, St. Paul was able to punt the football away on uh, fourth down. It doesn't look like I think the they're punt team is it. in. They're going to go for it. The, that's uh, onions for the St. Yeah. Paul Wildcats here. 11.28 to go in this one. They think... It's just a yard. We've got 2,000-yard back Eli Larson. Watch hard count here. Under center goes Snap, And they snap the ball. They hand it off to Larson. Larson's got room on the left side. He's got the first down and a lot more. He's across the 45-yard line. He's finally knocked out at the 46-yard line. Eli Larson picks up the first down. Give the big boy 18 yards and finished her with authority. Um, now you, that's a huge play. You got to convert on your third and fourth downs, and uh, St. Paul did it right there. Big time run uh, from the all-stater Eli Larson, and now you have this is a huge momentum shift. Uh, it takes a lot of guts to go for it on fourth and one. Even though you got nine yards the first three plays, still. A lot of guts from that play caller. Under center here again. They'll go I formation. They'll pitch it to Robolowski here. And Tommy, nowhere to go. He's going to be hitting the backfield. He'll lose about five yards on the play. And just a game of plays in the semifinal. St. Paul makes one, then Pierce makes one. Triple option. They fake it to Larson and uh, pitch it out to Robolowski. And they just had it strung out. The thing that's kind of missing here from this wishbone offense is the ability for the quarterback to run, because when you run that option, you're not you're leaving the quarterback. You don't care about him. You're just taking the two studs. They'll have one split out here to the left under center again for the Cats. Strong side now to the left. They'll send Robolowski that way. They'll fake the screen pass to him. They'll go across the middle here. That pass is taken away, so it will be a keeper here on the right side. And he'll stay in bounds, gain about three of that yardage back. So it'll be third down and 11 now here for St. Paul. David Dale and Sean Wrinkle on the stop. And another conversion here. And uh, gets back a few yards, but still third down and third long. Third down and 11 under yeah. 10 minutes to go now. And this may be a time where you let number 35 do his thing again. Uh, get him out in space. No gimmicks, no nothing. Just straight ahead, run downhill, and get Eli Larson to football. That's my go-to play here on third and 12. Ball spotted at the 45-yard line, so if they don't convert, you're likely going to see a punt here unless it's, again, a, a fourth down and one or so. Pierce Faithful making their voices heard here. And stuck in the backfield are the Cats. They'll lose three more yards on the play, and it's going to be fourth down and 14 now. Company and I think coming it's up with a huge pretty easy decision now to put this one away. Try to pin Pierce Paul. as deep as you can. And uh, maybe first force a turnover or, or force them into that win to just go three and out and just play a battle of field position here with nine minutes to go. Yeah, if you can flip the field here, like you said, play the field position battle. This is a really important punt. Get them pinned back in the you know in the in their own end zone. 
Vogel punts this one away. Good punt with that win. Going to be fair caught at the 20 or the 16 yard line for Pierce. Uh, they had uh, fair catch by Moeller at the 16 Moeller yard back line there. And gosh, anytime he has the ball, you never know it's going to if it's going to go for six. Moeller with the fair catch though, and Pierce players are telling the sideline now to get loud here with 8:54 to go in this one. You typically don't do that on offense, but I think it's more of a you know, it's a state semifinal, and uh, it's cold out here, but dang it, it's football weather. <laughs> That's, uh, I got a score update from uh, BDS Central Valley. Kleinschmidt with a 54-yard reception, two-point conversion, no good. So it's 40-36. to 36. Uh, BDS is leading late in the fourth quarter. St. Hill Sedford advances over Fall City Sacred Heart in Class D2, 36-26. Handoff here to Tyler Race on the left side. Tyler Able to get back to the line of scrimmage, probably get gain a one on the play. Race the ball carrier. Yeah, nice job by St. Paul to string that out. Uh, St. Hill Sedford, we did their game last week. Really, really good football team, and uh, they definitely earned that trip to Lincoln. Take the East-West out of it. They're the best. They're right up there at the top. Read somewhere that Fall City Sacred Heart coach Doug Goles when he gets to this to the finals is 18 and 0. So best way to not match up there beat him in the semifinals and that's just what the knights did back to pass schulting he's going to try for bramer here on the right side and the jump ball there it's going to be tipped away good defense there by st paul ryland berkey breaks that one up and uh just you know throwing into the wind sometimes you you underestimated there and a penalty flag maybe trent yeah i think it's roughing the passer i think schulting took a, a a shot after the play this is only the second penalty we've had all night. Yeah, roughing the passer. So 15 yards on the first down. Excellent roughing pass the defense on the outside, but you, that's where you have to be smart. You want to hit Blue the quarterback. First down and but 10 if, coming up. Especially in today's age, you got to find a way to, to get out of the way. And uh, the 31 yard line now, now that's Pierce. a big play because uh, Pierce can take off another minute and a half or two minutes even if, if they don't get a first down. Other semifinal between Adam Central and Kearney Catholic. The Patriots have taken the lead 20-14. to 14. That's in the second quarter. Kearney trails Elkhorn South now 10-3 to 3 in the fourth quarter. Bremer in motion right to left for Pierce. They'll hand it off to Tyler Race. Tyler uh, loses a yard. He's not able to get it past Peterson and Shear on that front interior line. For St. Paul, maybe forward progress. We'll see he got back to the line of scrimmage here. Second Race down and 10, under eight minutes now. Yeah, and, Second down and, nine and now you're Pierce. looking at, uh, ball at the if you're St. Paul, you may only get the ball back one more time, two more times if if things fall your way. So you have to really capitalize on the second long. Fake it here to race. They'll go into the motion. They'll throw it out here in the flat, and the ball's going to be incomplete. Schultings pass sails over the head of Garrett Meyer. Meyer was the intended Third down receiver. And nine. Hit Meyer in the hand. Schultings had a nice day throwing the football. Five for 937 yards. And uh, he, one, uh, two touchdowns, one interception. So ni- nice football game from him. Just a sophomore, too. And he's played well tonight. Took the big hit on the roughing the passer. Was down on the ground for uh, a little bit of time, but got back up and... He's back in. A big third down and nine here. St. Paul needs to hold him. It's those 50-50 balls where uh, we saw Logan Muller go up and get two balls and take them for touchdowns. You got to watch that guy. And it looks like Pierce is going to take a timeout here to talk it over with 7.35 to go. 
in this fourth quarter play. We'll take a break, come back with more. You're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 84.5. St. Paul trails 21-14 to Pierce. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. Big third down and nine here for for uh, Pierce. They're going to roll right with Schulting to try and throw it across his body, and the ball is going to fall incomplete. Ball was intended for Bramer here, so it'll be fourth down and nine, and St. Paul holds. The punting unit comes out, and we'll see with this win what kind of punt Bramer can get off for the Jays. And uh, just remember, he's a sophomore. Uh, something to take into account here. Nice job. Good pressure up front from St. Paul to force that errant throw. And that was a big defensive play. Now you get the ball back about seven minutes left here in this fourth quarter. Bramer standing at his own 26-yard line here. And he'll take this one, run with it rugby style, waiting to see if he needs to run it for a fake. And this one's going to bounce at the 40-yard line and just stop right there. Schulte runs down and downs it. So St. Paul now, first down and 10. At the 35-yard line. Pretty good field position to start this one, but what's most important now is 7-17 on the clock here, and it feels like St. Paul really needs to score on this drive. Yeah, they've probably got uh, a maximum of two possessions left. Uh, At least you have to flip the field here. Um, If you take a bunch of time off the clock and don't score, uh, you better be... uh, giving the ball up inside your own 10 their own 10 yard line going to center here do the cats will send a mash man in motion right to left they'll hand it off to eli larson larson right into the teeth of that blue jay defense still picks up three or four on the play and this is a uh, this is management is going to be key here because you can either if you're saint paul you can either take a bunch of time off clock and not get the ball back if you don't score or if you take six minutes off the clock you can uh essentially uh, leave no time on the clock for Pierce. So an excellent run to get this possession started four yards for Eli Larson. Don't want to get ahead of ourselves. I'll let this boy finish, and then I'll ask you a really important question here, Trent. They'll roll right here, and the ball's going to be complete for a first down, just a yard beyond the marker there in front of the St. Paul faithful. Plackey on the reception. If they do that. Just enough to pick up a first down for St. Paul. Do you go for two? Fritz on the tackle. Absolutely not. Kick the field, <laughs> pick, the, kick the extra point, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, get to overtime. We're, we're going to cross that bridge when we get to it. We'll see what's the momentum. And uh, you got to read the game there. I mean. Dr. Tom would go for two, right? It, it, 
you know, in that Carney High game, we saw him go for two, but that is like upset of the century there. David we're pretty e- we're pretty evenly matched here. Where Goliath, Goliath. Yeah, where uh, Pier- uh, St. Paul's been able to run the football really well all night. Under center here goes Knapp. He'll hand it off to Larson, or I believe that's Robolowski, excuse me. And off the right side, he'll get three or four more. So just methodical drives here. We're under six minutes Robles to go. Really nice drive so far. You got the first down, down, and you're you're ahead of the sticks here. You're ahead of schedule, second five. Um, you can keep running your offense. Um, Larson's been good. Robolowski's been good. 12 carries, 34 yards for Robolowski. That doesn't really tell the whole tale, though. High formation look again. They've got him split out to the left. They'll hand it off here. Cut back. And Burkle, excuse me, was split out to the left. And, um, stopped at the Tommy on the cutback, not able to get back in there. Third so, down and four coming up. No gain on the play. Ball. And a big third down now. We'll it, be under five minutes to go after and, this play. And if you don't get it here, you're unless you're looking at fourth and one, um, if you don't convert here, you're going to punt the football away. So uh, this is this kind of do or die here. you got five minutes left. We're going to go under five minutes right now. Big play in the football game. Do they go to Larson? Do they air it out? We'll see what happens. Pierce Faithful getting loud here on this near sideline. They'll pitch it to Eli Larson. Larson tries to cut it back, not able to do so. And he's get hit hard by a couple of Pierce Blue Jays. Tyler Race in there as well. Tyler Race and Fritz. Wow. No gain. Fourth down. He's down. You know, Eli Larson sitting right at about 100 yards unofficially in the game, but that time, you know, his last three runs, minus three, four, and zero, they've been doing a really good job on him. So even though it's 100 yards on the stat sheet, Pierce, their run defense has really stepped up here in this fourth quarter. They're going to go for it. They don't think they'll get another chance at the ball. They almost got him on the hard count before. You have to pay attention to that. And Coach Bramer. Uses the timeout. He didn't send his punt return unit out there, but he didn't want. He, I think he wants to remind his team about that hard count. We'll take it with him. Back in 30, you're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5. Jacobson Greenway Beach Funeral Home in St. Paul wish all area athletes good luck. We aim to serve and treat each family with the utmost respect and care. We encourage you to browse our website or give us a call to see how we can assist you. Jacobson Greenway Beach Funeral Home, commemorating life with a personal touch. H&R Block in St. Paul wish the area athletes good luck. Rick Davison offers tax preparation, all business services, including bookkeeping, payroll, and tax advice. Open Monday from 9 to 5 or or by appointment. Call Rick at 308-390-7818. Welcome back to Pierce, home of the Blue Jays, who are up by seven right now on St. Paul, but St. Paul with a huge fourth down and five here. Coach Bramer takes the timeout, probably to tell his team not to jump here, watch the ball, and now maybe that gives a chance for Coach Fuller to decide if he wants to put this one away. Yeah, and a thing you can do if you're comfortable with your quarterback with a quick, quick kick, you can do that. So, decision time. Do you go to the stud 35? Eli Larson, he got you the first down earlier on fourth and long. Uh, now you're going to have to decide if you use him as a decoy, kind of roll out. I'd give yourself the run pass option with your quarterback. Well, go under center here. I formation look. Twins to the right side for St. Paul. They'll run it. They'll, they'll fake it, excuse me, and they'll get him out of the backfield. Robolowski, and they'll just throw this one up. It's going to be intercepted 
by Pierce, and that's actually what you not want to do there. You'll lose about 20 yards of field position here because it was fourth down, fourth down conversion. but it's no going to be intercepted. That's Ritter A strike. It ends up First being a punt. It's okay. Robolowski was held out of the backfield. Yeah, he was. He, he was definitely interfered with, and that's going to change the entire game. Still 3.59 left. you got all your timeouts. you gotta, you got to buck up. You have to play defense here. Um, you can't get upset about maybe a, a call you should have maybe thought you got. you got to move on. you got to continue to play. Coach Fuller giving it to that near official. Eye formation look here for Pierce. You'll likely just see a bunch of runs. Plocky here with it. Or excuse me, that's not Plocky. That's Kerner run. And Pierce faithful wanted a late hit. They wanted a late hit, but if he played in the NBA, he's getting a fine for maybe uh, maybe a little bit of an acting job. But nice defense there by, uh, by St. Paul. And they're getting pretty good forward progress, I think. So it's going to be a second down and 11, we'll call it. And they're going to just let that back judge count to five and counter down and try to run off some clock. 3.20 to go in this one. And Pierce with just a one timeout left. St. Paul with all three. And waiting for the back judges to give us that count. And there it's on finally. And under center goes Schulting. He'll send a man in motion that's race. And just get it off here, and they'll, on the counter play, hand this one off. And that looked like Moeller with the catch, or Moeller with the run, excuse me. And Coach Fuller's going to take his first timeout here, it looks like. And a timeout taken with by St. Paul We'll take it with him. You're listening to High School Football on the Breeze 94.5. Pierce leads 21-14. St. Paul looking for a third, third down stop on the other side of this 30-second break. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Welcome back to Pierce, home of the Blue Jays. The other C1 semifinal, Adam Central now up two possessions on Carney Catholic, 27-14. to 14. And here's an all-important third down and 11 here. Pierce is going to punt it away if they don't get it. Do you try to go big play like Moeller again and risk an incompletion, or are you just going to run the ball here if you're the Jays? Yeah, I'd say run the ball, make St. Paul use the timeout. Uh, if it hits, it hits. If it doesn't. Uh, so be it. If you want to just go for the pass, but tell your quarterback, keep it if it's not there. They are going to try and pass here. They'll go complete here to the right side. It's complete to number one for Pierce. Not much going on the yards after the catch there, uh, but they weren't trying to screen play to the near side. Do much with Doesn't it. Go for much. Ostrich with the reception. On the field and so St. Paul will second. use their second of their three allotted timeouts with 2.40 to go in this one. And a fourth down coming up. We'll stay right here and take a look at that Furniture X scoreboard update. In Class A, Elkhorn South leads Carney 10-3 right now. That's going to be late in the fourth quarter over on Power 99. Millard South, two-point lead on second-seeded Omaha Westside in the second quarter. In Class B, Aurora at the half, leads Plattsmith 14-6. Hastings and Elkhorn deadlocked at 14 in the second quarter on 12:30 30 KHAS. In C2, Ord 
leads Oakland Craig now by 10 late in the fourth quarter, and Archbishop Bergen leads UTAN 7-0 at the half. In D1, Dundee County is Stratton with a four-point lead on Tri-County. Burwell with a one-point lead on Cross County. Those are both fourth-quarter scores. BDS defeats Central Valley, and Sand Hills Sedford defeats Fall City Sacred Heart. So our D2 final is set, as is our six-man final between Sterling and McCool Junction. Bramer back now to punt it away for the Jays. 2.40 to go in this one. Rugby-style punt. Gets it away. End-over-end kick. It's going to bounce right at midfield and take a St. Paul bounce to the 49-yard line. So 49 yards away from... Inside Blue Jay I know it's only a matter of seconds, but uh, any time that ball has stopped bouncing as a defender and you're trying to melt clock, you just let that thing go till they blow the whistle. It could be a matter of three or four seconds, um, you know, if if you played it right. Uh, we'll, we'll see. It's just a little tiny thing you think about. So you got 231, plenty of time to run your offense. You've got one timeout. Um, you can usually control the clock on offense, so you're okay. Um, but this is basically it for St. Paul. You're going to see a lot of, I would assume, Tommy Robolaski on the edge here for uh, St. Paul and Eli Larson up the middle. And they're trying to get their formation figured out here, and they finally do so. They'll go under center here with Knapp. 2.31 to go in this one. Back to pass. And looking, rolling right, penalty flag in the secondary here. He'll throw it across his body. It's going to be incomplete, says the back judge here. Says it hit the ground, so the ball clock will stop with 2.21 to go. And the penalty flag, probably a defensive hold, I'm assuming. Yeah, that's a hold uh, in, the, in the backfield. Now they're discussing whether the ball was caught. Uh, so interesting here. Just 10 seconds off the clock there. And we're waiting for the official ruling here. Elkhorn South defeats Kearney 10-3 in Class A. And I'm not sure. It looks like they're backing St. Paul up. Hold on the defense. Oh, yeah, they will. So it was in the secondary, so typically that's a hold. It's a hold. It's thrown. The flag was thrown before the pass was thrown, so that's a hold. If it's after, it's it's defensive pass interference. Fresh set of downs for St. Paul, 221 at the 38-yard line. Access basically a completion there, and the clock will stop. They'll hand this one off to the fullback here. Gets two yards on the play. Okay, two yards. You got to get going now. 210. It's going to be two minutes, under two minutes by the time you snap it. Uh, no, Second down. You've got to have your two-minute offense out there and, and ready to go. They tried that quick dive to Flacky, thinking that everyone would be keying on Larson and Robolowski there. Second down and eight balls at the 36-yard line. Tommy's going to be split out to the left here. And I-formation look for the Cats. Still taking plenty of time off the clock. A minute 40 now on the clock. And going back to pass, they're going to try and hit Tommy across the middle. He's going to be sacked! Pierce gets to him. Now, you've either got to hold a quick or call your timeout. You got third down and long, and St. Paul does call the timeout. Uh, kind of the last thing you, you needed there was to take the big sack. Now you're looking at third and 14 for St. Paul. 
Timeout taken. Big time play by the Pierce defense. Final. We'll take it. We'll stay right here. We've 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 gone through our commercial inventory. We'd like to thank all the fine St. Paul sponsors that allow us to come up Highway 30 and Highway 81 to come and bring you St. Paul football here on the breeze 94.5 we win we'll probably be over on power 99 but a big third down here and a huge sack by pierce uh looked like they were going to try and get it to rovalaski pierce knew that so they're double covered and so they brought some pressure and got to the quarterback and the thing is because there's no threat of a quarterback run that your coverage you can truly just cover your receivers and they ran Robolowski and the other receiver kind of toward each other on their on just the two guys they sent out and that brought all the coverage together that's a coverage sack and now you have third and 13 they're going to spread the ball out you've got playmakers a plenty here for St. Paul this big time out of timeouts but it is four down territory so you don't need all 13 here ball spotted on the 42 yard line appears for the for the Cats they're going to try and go quickly here to Robolowski, and they overthrow him. The ball's going to fall incomplete. Just a little hitch to the outside. It's a timing route. Robolowski turned. I think he lost it and liked it. It was a little high. It was going to go over his head, but there's um, you know, just a the timing just a little bit off there. Now, fourth and 13. You're, what I'm doing here is I'm just sending one down deep, and if they intercept it, make the tackle, it's probably going to do it, but... You're just going to rip the ball away. You're going to do whatever you can. Get it to your best athlete here on fourth and long. Here's the ball game, folks. And Coach Bramer says, let's talk about it real quick. Timeout and use our final timeout final of, the game. of this game. We'll take a quick 30-second timeout. We'll be back with the ball game, folks. You're listening to the Breeze 94.5 Pierce Leads 21-14. St. Paul, though, with the ball on fourth down. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Well, we're back here at St. Paul High School, and it's going to come down to this fourth down and 13. A lot of other good semifinals around the state. We thought maybe we'd have the game of the night here in 21-14. A few mistakes by each team, uh, but it's going to come down to this one here. They're going to have trips to the left here, Trent, and you think just try to make a play down the middle right Yeah, launch hook and ladder too. Uh, they got five wide. Here we go. Trips to the left, twins to the right. They're going to bring pressure. He throws it up there. Intercepted by Pierce. And the Blue Jays are going to win this one. Time to race. Oh, heartbreaker. Ball was just overthrown. There was no real play there. And and Tyler Race comes across from a safety position, picks it off, and that will basically do it. Uh, minute 20 left here in the first quarter. No timeouts for St. Paul. Uh, you can take three knees and almost run out the clock. And uh, it's a really hard-fought game by both sides. A lot of great plays. And now Pierce lines up in the uh, victory formation. Schulting will take a knee here. Hand the ball off to the referee. 
believe he'll just have to do that one more time once the clock gets under 40 seconds here. But an excellent season for the Cats and an excellent effort here as well. Just going to come up about 20 yards short is all. And hats off to Pierce. They made a couple big plays. And that play right before the half, I think, is going to be the difference in this one, Trent. I think so, too. And uh, we're, we're at 45 seconds. They start to count. And if they time this right, they can. They don't have to snap it again. And it's under 40 here, so Schulting will take it, drop the knee, and that'll do it. As Pierce goes back to the state finals for the second year in a row. This time their opponent is still to be determined. For the determined. second straight year, your Pierce High Blue Jays are going to the C1 state finals. Both teams are meeting Tenth at midfield. In school history. You know, 10th all-time meeting, and uh, you'll, you're, they're meeting at midfield right now, and uh, that's one of those at midfield where you just tip your hat to your opponent because that was a well-played game by both teams. Season. It really was. Uh, that's one of those games where you hate to see somebody lose, but Pierce was able to make the big-time plays when it mattered, the big chunk plays. Logan Mower, two really clutch plays, uh, took away a – a 50-50 ball for that 70-yarder, and then on that 29-yard touchdown he had uh, in the second half, he just kind of went up and made the play, and, and that was the difference. Man, St. Paul, they ran the ball really well. They played excellent defense. Just a couple of those plays was the difference here, and and a great season again for St. Paul, back-to-back trips to the semifinals. We'll take a break, come back with the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. You're listening to High School Football on the breeze, 94.5. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. Get the furniture and mattresses you need and take up to four years to pay interest-free with approved credit at Furniture Direct and Mattress Direct. Not only will you save with our great prices, but you get it interest-free for up to four years. But you have to act now before it's over. Now that's getting more than you expect. Furniture Direct and Mattress Direct. Behind Sonic and Hastings and find even more savings online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. Mick, Loretta, and the staff at Maletta Vista Winery in St. Paul wish all the athletes good luck. Maletta Vista Winery and Restaurant is open weekends and sits above the North Loop River. They have a private party room that takes advantage of this great view of the River Valley. Sit outdoors in all types of weather under the covered porch. Enjoy the view, fresh air, food, and award-winning wines. They take pride in using Nebraska-grown grapes and believe in supporting local producers. Open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday till 3. Check the website for hours and offerings. Maletta Vista Winery in St. Paul. Welcome back to Pierce High School where the Jays win it by a score of 21 to 14. And it, if I'm hearing correctly, uh, that the NSA is not going to let uh, the state finals happen next Monday, Tuesday. I'm not sure if that's a rallying cry or not, but if, if that's the case, Pierce was telling their fans that they would be hosting here next Friday night. We'll get that verified before we get off the air. Pierce wins at 21-17, or 21-14. Let's take a look at the second half numbers here. Uh, Pierce's first drive after they were up 14-7 after the huge uh, catch by Mollard in the half. They got a uh, three and out. Then St. Paul with a 19-yard run by Eli Larson evened it up at 14. Then both teams went three and out. Pierce again scored with a 21-yard touchdown pass to Logan Moeller. 
Point after touchdown was good, and that was the difference in this one. Punts the rest of the way for St. Paul and Pierce. A couple NITs as well. Uh, one by, uh, two by St. Paul. Tyler raced with that second one, and Pierce kneeled it away in that second half. And if we took a look at the numbers here, Pierce with a couple big plays. Uh, St. Paul uh, grinded and pounded and got above 2,000 yards uh, for the night for Eli Larson. Uh, he only needed 15, and he got a little bit more than that. Trent, let's take a look at the final numbers in this one. Yeah, we'll start with Pierce. Abram Schulting, uh, I have him for 5 for 10, 136 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Tower race, 12 carries, 28 yards. Uh, Michael Krutenrod, six carries, 16 yards, one touchdown. Uh, Abram Schulting, just one carry, five yards. So uh, Ben Bramer, one catch, 16 yards. Luke Collison, one catch, 18 yards. Logan Muller, two catches, 99 yards, two touchdowns, uh, 189 yards of total offense for Pierce on 32 plays, just 53 yards of, of offense on the ground, 2.4 yards at carry. Uh, good job by St. Paul to limit that. We'll look at St. Paul's numbers. Brendan Knapp, uh, he was two for five for 16 yards and an interception. Eli Larson, 22 carries, 100 yards, two touchdowns. Um, Tommy Robolowski, 13 carries, 35 yards. John Plackey, seven carries 25 yards also had one catch for six yards uh burning out two carries for three yards uh 164 yards on the ground for on 46 carries three and a half yards a carry 180 yards of total offense for st paul on 52 plays no winter sports in lancaster county until december 7th according to sue possible of the omaha world herald he says he's not sure how this directly affects state football finals and then he says to reaffirm it's all schools in lancaster county that are affected by the new three-year sports ban. No word yet from the NSA on the fate of Memorial Stadium for state football finals. Uh, but if you listened to the uh, athletic director here at Pierce, uh, I believe uh, they were saying that it's not going to be able to be played and, and then they're going to host the game next Friday night. And, and there's a lot of chatter. Dave Greek, I don't know where he's at tonight. He said he was listening on the radio and they said they, there's a, a different class going to host. Um, so that must be kind of uh, circulating throughout. That's an interesting development. Uh, I don't know how long it's been since they had home site uh, championship I games. Um, you know, I played Memorial Stadium three times. It's it's cool. I mean, it's awesome. But this the small the small fields and you get the crowd and it's you're right on top of each other. Well, not so yeah. much this year. But I mean, we're outside. We're okay. Um, the atmosphere it just gets ratcheted up a notch. You're on Friday night. You're at home, uh, big time stakes. So, uh, uh, that's a big that's a big change from before, but uh, it, it will be interesting to say the least. Well, we'll wait for the official word and we'll wait for Pierce's opponent. It's either going to be Carney Catholic or Adam Central. Adam Central with the lead right now. Uh, turnover to Power 99 or 12:30 a.m. KHS or uh, excuse me, Power 99 game is over 12:30 KHS. Uh, for the end of the Hastings game uh, with Elkhorn and then the 1460 and 1550 for the Adam Central and Carney Catholic game to see who Pierce will be playing. And that'll wrap it up here from Pierce as they turn on the music. That means it's time for me and Trent to go. I'd like to th- thank Trent for being alongside with me all 12, 13 weeks of this season. And uh, Nick back in the studio doing all the producing and engineering. Uh, this has been Jeff Babel from Pierce, Nebraska. We'll Send it back to the studios. You've been listening to High School Football on The Breeze 94.5.
You've been listening to High School Sports on the Breeze 94.5. KLIQ, Hastings Grand Island Carney.